The following is a presentation of iSchool Sports Network, your source for local sports in Randolph County. Randolph County Tiger football is on the air. This exclusive presentation of iSchool Sports Network is presented by First State Bank, Bulldog Trailers, East Alabama Truck Repair, First Bank of Alabama, 431 Auto and Body Repair, Hunter Bend Realty, Instant Imprints, KBW Accounting, LaGrange Mitsubishi, Meadows Farm Equipment, The Knowles Group, Russell Dewitt Center, Security Finance, Southern Union State Community College, The Randolph Leader, Think Local First and Lake Widawi Life Magazine, WM Grocery, Widawi Landscape, and by Widawi Building Supply. Stay tuned for the Coach Pat Pressridge Show and the LaGrange Mitsubishi Pregame Report, only on High School Sports Network. It's time now for the LaGrange Mitsubishi Pregame Report, presented by LaGrange Mitsubishi. 1327 Lafayette Parkway in LaGrange, Georgia. Browse their inventory online at lagrangemitsu.com. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's high school sports coverage of Randolph County High School football. This is the LaGrange Mitsubishi pregame show coming to you from Bill Bryant Stadium in Weaver, Alabama as the Tigers of Randolph County meet the Weaver Bearcats in a Region 6 showdown. It's a balmy night here in Calhoun County, just off Highway 431 north of Anderson, but weather prognosticator Dr. Don says cooler, more football-like weather is just around the corner as we begin the second half of the high school football season, and we'll have his full report coming up in a few minutes. I'm Al Haynes, engineer-producer for tonight's broadcast. And coming along in just a few minutes will be Jerry Huddleston and Braxton Lackey, our play-by-play and color analyst team. Jerry had a chance to sit down with Randolph County coach Pat Prestridge earlier this week. And that's just ahead on the LaGrange Mitsubishi pregame report on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. It's time for the Coach Pat Prestridge Show. Presented by Lake Widawi Auto Parts, Instant Imprints, Southern Union State Community College, and the Knowles Group on iSchool Sports Network. Lake Widawi Auto Parts, 17542 Highway 431 in Widawi is a proud supporter of the Randolph County Tigers. Here at Lake Widawi Auto Parts, we have everything you need for your car, truck, and even your boat. Genuine parts from Napa, tools, and other equipment. Need help? Lake Widawi Auto Parts also has a repair shop that handles small or large repairs, bodywork, and towing. Lake Widawi Auto Parts, Highway 431 North in Widawi, 256-357-2131. Nobody sells your business better than you do. That's with the exception of Instant Imprints. From promotional materials to signs and banners, custom t-shirts, and branded apparel, Instant Imprints can help you promote your business. Because everything is done under one roof, Instant Imprints promises on-time service, all within your budget. Stop into their Carrollton, Georgia location on South Park Street or go to instantimprints.com. 
Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of the Coach Pat Prestridge Show. We are in the field house down here. We're after practice. And Coach Prestridge, uh, once again, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to meet with us. Uh, got a, a win last week against the in-county rivalry. So that's always a, a, a good positive note. Well, it was a great win for our team and homecoming for our seniors and I know that's, that's an enjoyable moment for the parents and the grandparents and kin folk but uh yeah outstanding you know game for us and got to play a lot of kids but you know I saw on our with Terry Allen I forgot about it the grocery bowl don't ask me how the grocery bowl got started because I don't know myself I guess I had to go back to Coach Murphy's days so but it was, it was a good win for our seniors yeah you mentioned uh homecoming it, it, it is always good to uh have that for the fans uh now coach pressure just now we talked about it a little bit ago saw something that i had never seen before in a randolph county football game we had at least three eighth graders on the field at the same time have you ever seen that can't remember any days uh i'm trying to go back when you and i played i think we had enough folks uh where eighth graders didn't play much but you know some ninth graders but uh it may be uh i know ezekiel Knight played when he was in the eighth grade i can't remember anyone else you know but like you're saying three two or three at a time may not in history but you know we got a lot of young kids that we try to play and get some experience because uh probably next year they'll be ninth graders and they probably will start for us as you know on a varsity level so you know the the more experience they can get uh the better off we'll be down the road yeah well i mean i, I was impressed with the way they look for for eighth graders on a, on a varsity game they certainly look better than me I, my first varsity game we played about a quarter of football as a linebacker and we didn't have a nose guard in the game so uh i thought they looked good well i thought you know when i was in eighth grade and using the ninth grade uh, i know you was on varsity level i know as eighth grade we never came up until the ninth grade great but uh you know it's it's you know times are changing now from when you and i played uh i remember we was 3a when we played and i guess we had 50 to 60 dressed out every friday night. that's ninth grade up now uh 10th grade to 12th grade we only have about 28 most of those are hurt or had surgery so you know that's a long ways from a, a 50 to 60 so it is i remember one year it was my 11th grade year your 10th grade year we had two buses going going to game yep. and so yeah it's uh fortunately you know, with a small school like this it's uh, ups and downs some years are there's a lot of players and some years are there's not well now we've got a back to our region play this week we got weaver at weaver uh if i remember right a couple of years ago we had a sure enough shootout up at weaver i forget it was over 100 points scored that evening i think it's 60 to 40 yeah i think you're right so weaver again uh tell us a little bit about them you, i'm sure you've seen them on film well weaver's got a new coach come in coach taylor you know he's put a little bit more discipline on those guys up there too and talking to him and from spring to now you know putting that discipline on his kids i think he's lost about 25 uh players from spring of course i told him the same thing you know we've lost probably 15 to 20 ourselves from spring you know he's playing a lot of young kids also i think his number one running back or one of his one uh, running backs got broke his leg last week and he told me he had surgery and he was a big old kid for for him and a big old running back but uh hopefully he's doing well but you know he's talked to us you know we got a lot of young kids he's got a lot of young kids and uh you know we're gonna you know I, I think he's a classy guy and I, you know hopefully everybody thinks we are too and you know you know he told me he told me you know you know just be prepared and of course you know what looking at his kids he's got a lot of athletes too uh but a lot of them's young also like you're talking about us a lot of 10th graders 9th graders and 8th graders so you know we're gonna we're gonna play our game and do the best we can do and biggest thing is 
just you know I, I really don't worry about other people I worry about us how we're getting better every day and every every game well uh, from my point of view I think we are I think we have improved uh, with each game now one thing that's different about this season as we're already this will be week six of the season uh, coach pressures I don't remember a season where it was this hot this deep into the year and so has has that heat six weeks of playing in heat has that had an impact on the season at all i mean i think it has an impact on our players you know playing both ways i think the teams that play both ways like we do you know it's an even match and teams that just play one way it has you know it, you know it is a fatigue on us and they get to rest a little bit longer so you know we say 48 minutes in the game but you probably only play 25 or 30 minutes in the game but you know you cut that in half for a team that has level on offense level on defense and live on special teams, they're only playing probably 15 minutes a game. So they can stay energized a little bit more. But, you know, that's no excuse and all. I think uh, with us playing, I think what's going to hurt us too down the road is, you know, when we get in that four-quarter game, it's got to play four quarters again like we did against Nova Soga. I think that's going to play a factor into it. But hopefully that's a cold spell coming through, or a cool spell at least, you know, Thursday, Friday cooling off but uh, uh i've never seen it this hot uh i remember back in the days when we played you better be wearing your long joe uh I, you know just like coach finley and i were talking about on the way to practice uh, uh wednesday that uh it's like our climate is changing like our seasons are cha- changing you know it's hot sometimes during christmas and sometimes might see it snow but baseball and baseball and softball season gets there and my goodness it's freezing you gotta be outside so and i i remember back in the days when you and i played it before our time i remember sitting on those old bleachers over there and i remember the trash cans around the football fields people burning fire try to keep warm i remember coach waters and some of them talking about going to Ch- uh, choctaw county years ago in a gatorade freezing on the sideline so we was talking about the other day i guess mr uh, Robert Easton and I was talking about the other day. I guess the coldest it's been in a long time was the semifinal game against Lionville over there that year in 2003. And I just don't remember another freezing time since then. Yeah, I, I was at both, all those games that you just mentioned. It was bitter cold. I do remember the uh, Southern Choctaw game that you mentioned where the Gatorade froze on the sidelines because the heater on the bus broke. And so we had, we had to drive back uh, with no heat. Yeah, and it, it is unusual because usually – here at uh, and on our field, it, it gets cold uh, by this creek. Certainly by this time of the year at a football game. Coach Prestridge, we uh, we're in the room with a couple of your assistant coaches. We're all always excited to get more opinions, thoughts on the game. Yeah, I'm either, a- either either one of the coaches wants to speak up and talk in this. Uh, yeah, this. I like to see uh, what what they got to say. That'd be a great. Thing. All right, so we got Coach Matt Finley over here, and the coach, uh, tell us uh, any thoughts on uh, last Friday night, as far as what you saw on the on the field. Well, uh, last Friday night, we, like Coach said, we got a lot of young kids in, got a lot of experience, and we had some new guys working in, getting some reps in case our. You know, starters are out. Other games, some got some backups. They've got some good experience now. They won't be going into the games not knowing anything. They got a little bit under their belt, uh, and it helped us rebound. We had some guys banged up, and we was able to get them, heal them uh, for down the road against some tougher games. All right, you got Coach Brady Phillips. Coach Phillips, what do you think about this week's matchup with Weaver? I think we, uh, I think we match up pretty good on paper. Uh, of course, you are dealing with teenage boys, so sometimes that does play a factor in it. But I think if we keep our heads straight and continue to keep working and, and getting better, I think that who knows we may, we may have some more experience of you know getting some other kids and game situations and and seeing how they progress and how they can continue to get better. All right, so Coach Finley, he likes he's much 
he's not quite as shy as everybody else is. So he's Coach Finley. You you wanted to add to well, what you said. Uh, a team like Weaver. Now they hadn't. They hadn't won a lot of games. They got a new coach who's instilling some discipline in them. They got a lot of young talent, and they got some big players. And you can't take them lightly because, you know, any game, the light can turn on for them. And, and they got the ability to hurt you if that happens. And so we can't look past them. We got to get ready to play and get this win out of the way and, and uh, look down the road. Well, we're going to turn it back over to Coach Prestridge because I got one more question for him. Coach Prestridge. Now, we just heard from two of them, two of your assistant coaches. Talk about the importance of having a good staff and, and how blessed you are with the staff that we got. Well, last week I thought, we, you know, we talked about, you know, years ago we only had three uh, paid coaches and a lot of volunteer coaches. You know, over the years we've been fortunate enough to have a lot of great guys come in and coach and just didn't. A lot of, a lot of them's from here. A lot of them went to Randolph County. A lot of them love Randolph County. We do have one across the Georgia line. He came from Georgia, so, we, I mean, it's hard to get them Georgia peaches straight. But, you know, it is. It's great how a lot of young guys that you can leave uh, what Coach Waters built up over these years and what we've carried on his tradition around here and Mr. Humphreys also. So maybe, you know, the tradition can continue on, you know, years and years down the road. Yes, without a good uh, coaching staff, it's hard to do anything by yourself and hard to you just can't do it by yourself. I'm going to throw Mr. Whaley in there. Every Sunday he's in here cleaning this field house up, washing clothes. We don't have to worry about that. He's getting things ready. And every, every Sunday after church when I get here or when I get here after uh, evening time, he's got everything cleaned up, washed up. And, uh, you know, those guys, they just don't get enough praise and all. We don't, have, we don't send them home. Mom and Dad wash them anymore. They don't have to worry about them. We wash them up ourselves. And great, great group of guys. And, you know, we have our up and downs, but at the end, we all love Randolph County. Well, all right. Well, thank you for those words. Thank you for all the other coaches that uh, participated and and from uh, from a fan and uh, alumni from Randolph County. Let me say thank you also. Do appreciate the job that y'all do. And, uh, you know, again, life is, is a teamwork, and so the coaches have to have be a team amongst themselves also. We're going to wrap up this week's coaches show uh, with Coach Pressures again. We thank you for this opportunity and wish you the best of luck on Friday night. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus. Making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles for 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services purpose here are independent of SPF. Thanks, Coach. The Coach Pat Prestridge Show on iSchool Sports Network is presented by Lake Weedowie Auto Parts, Instant Imprints, Southern Union State Community College, and the Knowles Group. Listen to this show and any past show on SoundCloud or iTunes. Search iSchool Sports Network. Don't move. The Think Local First Dr. Don Game Night Forecast is next on iSchool Sports Network. 
Hi, y'all. This is Tim Robinson with the all-new LaGrange, Mitsubishi, and LaGrange, Georgia. As hard as it is to believe, it's football season again. We want to wish all of the local high school football teams good luck this season. We want you to go win some championships. We know you can. Come on, Hanley Tigers. Come on, Woodland Bobcats, Randolph County Tigers, and Wiley Bulldogs. You guys are already champions in our eyes. Let's go win some games. Thanks again for the LaGrange, Mitsubishi family. Check out our inventory at LaGrangeMitsu.com. The LaGrange Mitsubishi pregame report continues and is promised. Here's the Dr. Don game night weather forecast for the evening brought to you by Think Local First. It's time now for our Think Local First Dr. Don's game night forecast. Target the local market. Promote your business or next event in the Weedowie, Heflin, and Roanoke areas on the Think Local First network. Customized advertising and affordable prices on our digital television screen. A limited time pricing of $50 for all boards through the end of the year no matter how many are added. All with Think Local First, a division of Lake Weedowie Life Magazine. Think Local First. And now, here's Dr. Don with that game night forecast. It's time now for your game night forecast from Dr. Don's weather page on Facebook. The forecast for Bill Bryan Stadium in Weaver, Alabama for tonight's game between the Randolph County Tigers and the Weaver Bearcats calling for mostly clear conditions with a low temperature around 67 degrees. Kickoff temperature 87, 81 by halftime and 79 to start the fourth quarter. Heat index of 87, dew point 61, relative humidity 42% and the wind will be out of the north at 6 with no gusts. College football forecast for Saturday of the Auburn Tigers at Florida in Gainesville. 2.30 p.m. start on CBS. Mostly cloudy to start the day, then gradually becoming sunny. A high temperature 91, calm wind becoming east at 5 to 9 miles per hour. Kickoff temperature of the swamp, 91 degrees with a heat index of 95. Troy at Missouri in Columbia, a 3 p.m. start on the SEC network, a 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy with a high temperature 75, southeast wind at 8 to 10 miles per hour, kickoff temperature 71 degrees. Tennessee State at Jacksonville, 6 p.m. start on ESPN+, Plus. a 20% chance of a shower or thunderstorm. Otherwise, mostly sunny with a high temperature 93. Southeast wind at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Kickoff temperature 82 degrees in Jacksonville with a heat index of 83. Now, let's play ball. Thank you, Dr. Don. That's about 17 minutes until game time as the LaGrange Mitsubishi pregame report rolls on. Right now it's time for In the Huddle with Jerry and Braxton, brought to you as a service of Lakeview Auto. For all your automotive needs, folks around these parts trust Wendell Huddleston at Lakeview Auto. Located just north of the Little Tallapoosa River Ridge on US 431, Wendell and his staff can repair just about anything your car or light truck needs. Wendell has the latest diagnostic equipment to determine what's wrong with your vehicle and make quick repairs without undue labor costs. He's an ASA certified master technician for Honda and Acura, but has extensive knowledge of most other vehicles on the road today. Call for more information, 256-363-2069. That's Lakeview Auto. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to week number six of Randolph County football, and this week's In the Huddle, brought to you by Lakeview Auto Service. Tonight, we'll play the Weaver Bearcats for only the 10th time. Weaver leads the series with five wins, 
all of them coming consecutively from 1972 to 2002. One of those losses, Braxton, I remember vividly, 1986. It was the first round of the playoffs, and it was also my last game uh, playing football. RCHS since then, since 2002, has won the last four meetings and averaged 47 points per game. But Braxton, this is a different year, and every year brings about changes in high school football. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct, Jerry. And Weaver has certainly went through some changes since season, beginning with the new head coach, Justin Taylor. And not only is this his first season at Weaver, it's his first head coaching job. So far, it's not been the kind of start he was hoping for as Weaver comes into this game with a record of 0-5 and a defense that is giving up an average of 54 points a game. Yes, with those types of defensive numbers, you would expect that the Tigers might have a big night on the offensive side of the ball. It could be a record-setting night for some of our big playmakers, such as Dante Jordan or Jonathan Prothrow. However, I'm not sure how many touches they'll get, as I expect the Tigers to get out in front early with some quick scores. I also predict that our defense is going to shut down Weaver's offense, which comes into tonight, Braxton having only scored 36 points this season. Well, it definitely will be hard to bet against predictions based on the numbers through the first half of the season. So I'm going to switch our focus a little to some of the improvements I hope to see tonight from our Tigers. From what I observed through watching the Tigers, these are the three areas which we need to improve the most. Number one is penalties. Number two is turnovers. And number three is getting up to the line of scrimmage with plenty enough time left on the play clock. Uh, We have hopes of making a good and long run in the playoffs. We need to clean up these mistakes because in a close ball game, this is a difference of winning or losing. Well, Braxton, you mentioned the playoffs, and this is week number six of the season. How is the region shaping up so far? To this point in the season, there are currently two undefeated teams with a 3-0 record in Class 3 Region 6 football in Piedmont and Welburn. There are also two teams with a 2-1 record, and they are Pleasant Valley and our Randolph County Tigers. I feel that the two games left that will decide the region championship, uh, the first is next week when we travel to Welburn next week in an away game. The second is in week nine when Piedmont and Welburn play each other. Well, I agree with you, Braxton. Those are the two most influential games in deciding who finishes number one. And maybe even more important, who finishes second and third? Who has to travel and who plays at home? We'll have more time, more time later to discuss the playoff picture, but tonight it's the Tigers versus the Bearcats. And we are 14 minutes away from kickoff. Now it's time to break the huddle. You are listening to the LaGrange Mitsubishi pregame show on the iSchool Sports Network. We'll be back in a moment with our starting lineups after a word from our sponsors. Why does Wendell Huddleston at Lakeview Auto stay so busy? Simple. He's the best in the business. Wendell has kept my vehicles rolling for years, and my family's known for driving cars and trucks for well over 200,000 miles. An ASC master technician for Honda and Acura, Wendell also has the latest diagnostic equipment for just about any make and model. And the best thing about Wendell, he's honest. He won't do repairs or put on parts that are not needed. So if you need major or minor repair work on your car or truck, take it from me and take it to Lakeview Auto, U.S. 431 just north of the Little Tallapoosa River Bridge in Widawi. Open Mondays through Thursdays. All right, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we have Braxton tonight with the offense, uh, the starters for both teams. The uh, probable starters for the Bearcats of Weaver is going to be number one, Taylor Thompson, at quarterback. Number two, Cole Perry, 
at wide receiver. Number four, Brendan Knight at wide receiver. Number five, Devontae Hilliard at running back. Number, we're going to pause one moment for a prayer. God, I ask that you keep us all safe tonight and every other night that we're here, God. God, I just ask that you help us have good sportsmanship tonight and give the glory to you, God. God, I just thank you for the blessings you've given us in our lives, God, and just letting us to have the opportunity to be here tonight, God. God, I ask again that you help us to remember to give the glory to you, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 I'll take one moment for the national anthem here. Dr. Weaver, uh, marching band is prepared to play the uh, national anthem. That was a great job by the Weaver Marching Band. Excellent job. As we're here tonight, Braxton, going to be a good night for football. We're going to continue with our starting lineups. Okay, and uh, since I was only a few players in, I'll go ahead and uh, start from the top for Weaver Bearcats. Uh, probable starting lineups, uh, number one, Taylor Thompson at quarterback. Number two, Cole Perry at wide receiver. Number four, Brendan Knight at wide receiver. Number five, Devontae Hilliard at running back. We have number 15, Ethan Moncus at wide receiver. Number 34, Isaiah Woods at running back. On the offensive line, number 54, Hayden Ransom at right guard. Number 55, Daniel Arnett at left tackle. Number 58, LaDre Whitson at left guard. Number 66, Cameron Thornton at right tackle. And number 68, Parks, Brent Parks at center. On the defensive side for Weaver, number four, Brendan Knight at defensive back. Number five, Devontae Hilliard at linebacker. Number 12, Jackson Williams at defensive back. Number 14, Tanner Brooks at defensive back. Number 15, Ethan Moncus at defensive back. Number 32, Jamil Russell at linebacker. Number 33, Braden Character at defensive end. Number 42, Braden Hart at linebacker. Number 55, Daniel Arnett at defensive tackle. 64, Shamar Mays, defensive tackle. And number 68, Brent Parks at defensive end. The probable starters for our Randolph County Tigers tonight. Uh, on the offensive side, number two, Demarcus Davis. Number four, Braxton Daniel. Number 10, Dante Jordan. Number 19, Keyshawn Garrett. Number 26, Jonathan Prothrow. Number 30, Demarcus Woodgett. Number 50, Noah Turner. Number 55, Nicholas Sims. Number 66, Joshua Holloway. Number 78, Christian Lipham. And to the defensive side, probable starters for the Tigers tonight. It's number two, Demarcus Davis at safety. 
Number 10, Dante Jordan, defensive back. Number 14, Patrick Bragg is defensive back. Number 16, Timothy Moat at linebacker. Number 19, Keyshawn Garrett at linebacker. Number 26, Jonathan Prothrow at linebacker. Number 30, Demarcus Woodgett at defensive end. Hagen Bailey, number 34 at linebacker. Nicholas Sims as, at defensive end. Sign Barnes, number 56 at linebacker. Joshua Holloway, 66 defensive tackle. And number 78, Christian Lipham as defensive tackle for Randolph County. Well, that wraps up the starters for tonight as we are under nine minutes before kickoff. Uh, it's going to be a, a great night. This is, Al, we, we've done this before. We're right behind the Weaver fans, uh, right out here in between the Weaver fans and the concession stand. <laughs> and uh, I knew Al would love for me to say that. Matter of fact, you know, I'd like to thank my dad. My dad looks like he brought us some banana bread to eat. Is that what it was? I, I, I couldn't see because you had it hid so, <laughs> so well. I couldn't exactly see what it was, but uh, I, I was I was thinking, hmm, I sure would like to have some whatever that is. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's good. I'm sure my mother made it, not my dad. So, uh, I, I bet he's a pretty good cook, too, though, you know. <laughs> well, I never turned down any of his food. Well, I've actually had the banana bread before when some of your family sent it up, and I will say I think I had half of it last time. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's say one thing. We apologize in, in part of the pregame show because we are sitting right under the speaker uh, for the stadium here and some of the music and everything. We apologize for that. Nothing we could do about it. But it's really a great vantage point. We're sitting here behind the uh, home crowd stands. And uh, if you know anything about the Weaver Stadium, they've got, they've got a nice home crowd, a pretty large home crowd uh, stadium seating here. And uh, we're kind of on a platform above it. As you mentioned, behind us is a concession stand. Very convenient for you, Jerry. Matter of fact, <laughs> Uh, I think, but uh, Braxton, we're going to watch him because between plays, he may be headed back there getting him something to eat. I don't know. We'll have to watch him. But uh, the folks up here are just very, very nice, very uh, cordial, uh, very helpful for some things that we needed and uh, always willing to help up here. Really, really enjoy the people up here. Yeah, they are really a good group of people. And, and like you said, Al, they've been very helpful. And they've been that way in the past. Even, you know, that, I mean, I, we've never had any trouble whatsoever it's just a good environment to be in. It, so we have a great view of the field. Now, the field is a good ways away from us, so I'm going to rely on Braxton a lot tonight to give me numbers. Well, that's the reason <laughs> I brought these binoculars. I thought maybe you could need a little help, at, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be especially challenging because we're going to be wearing the uh, the white with gold letters, and uh, those those things are hard to see even up close. Yeah, they're tough when I'm you know, 10 yards away, so we're, we're a good – what, 40 or 50 yards from, from the sideline. Next interview you do with uh, Coach P, you, you need to tell him something about those. And, look, you're going to have to stitch around them in blue or something, you know, to be yeah, able to see them. I agree. We paint them or something. I agree. <laughs> Braxton, did you ever have a chance to play on this field? Uh, no. In high school, I never played on this field. Whenever I was in high school, we were in 2A, opposed to the 3A that we are now. The year – Let's see, it was two years after I graduated when Randolph County moved to 3A, as, as I think I'm right. It was the 2017 football season that we made the transition to 3A. Uh, the last game I remember here, like you said, was a shootout, maybe a 70-50 to 50 game when we played here in Weaver just a few years ago. And, we, were, uh, we were broadcasting that on iSchool Sports. It was our first year, and I'm telling you what, you're talking about something hard to keep up with. I mean, it was back and forth there for a long time, and then it was a, it was a good game. 
Uh, but Lord of mercy, uh, it, it kept you on the edge of your seat, that's for sure. Yeah, if you like offensive games, that was yeah, that was the one was. to go to. Uh, as um, uh, it was well over a hundred points in that game, I looked at it this week, and I, if I remember right, it was sixty-one to forty-seven. And uh, but uh, you know, my memories, my memory can well, you sometimes are wonder. Old. Yeah, I am yeah. getting old. <laughs> uh, I look at Braxton here, and he's so he's uh, he's half our age, Al, and so or half my age, so. It just, I'm not going to tell you how much he is on mine. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, so we have the captains have made their way to the 50-yard line. They are walking out on the field. Looks like, uh, and I, you know, I can't make out the numbers of the Randolph County players. I can, uh, I, I, I can help you out on this one. Uh, the you, captains for Randolph County Knights, number 19, Keyshawn Garrett, number 14, Patrick Bragg, and number 55, Nick Sims. For our Tigers, the captains for the opposing team, Weaver, is number five, Devontae Hilliard, and number one, Taylor Thompson. Well, you know, looking at the Weaver roster here just a minute, Braxton, you know, Coach Freshridge said that they were kind of like us. They're playing a lot of young people, and I do see a couple of eighth graders on on the roster, and they got several young players. So uh, Weaver's got some good things to look forward to. As they're actually the Weaver Bearcat football team actually is coming right behind our table. They do a walk out onto the field, go between the uh, the stands here. What I think Excuse me, that, Jerry. It looks like uh, Weaver has won the toss. Weaver has won the toss. They, Weaver has won the toss, and they are going to receive the football starting this game. So they, they want to get out and see if they can put some points on the board early against the Randolph County Tiger defense. Well, the victory lines are uh, getting set uh, here uh, on the home side. A lot of a sea of red, I guess you would say, down there. And, of course, the uh, on the Randolph County side, a sea of blue. But uh, everybody's getting ready for uh, this big matchup, Region 6 matchup. We mentioned that a little bit earlier. Uh, and, of course, this, uh, as we've already gotten into region play, a, a win here would be uh, very important for Randolph County. Well, you're right, Al. I mean, we're, we're one of the teams that are tied with one, two and one with Pleasant Valley, and we cannot afford another loss in the region uh, right now. So, you know, every game is important, and tonight uh, it's the Weaver Bearcats, and we've got to come out, Braxton, and just take care of business and do what we do best, which is put some points on the board and play defense and, and try not to make mistakes like we talk, like you talked about in the, in the pregame show. Yeah, whenever it comes to mental mistakes, those are things that you need to work on as the season goes along. It's some very simple things, but whenever you're trying to transform your football team from a good one to a great team, it's the small things is what can really matter when it gets down to when it gets down to crunch time later in the season. And holding on to that ball is one of the major things that uh, Randolph County's got to do because that has been uh, one of the glaring problems we've had this year is fumbles. Well, Alan, you're exactly right. And, you know, on paper we talked about how much Randolph County, you know, has been averaging on offense and talked about, de- you know, defensively how much Weaver has given up this season. But you take some fumbles and some few penalties – and this is a different ball game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, the um, Weaver football team, it appears, uh, no, all right. is that the whole team? Yeah, they, yeah, they just left. Uh, to our left right here, went down the, uh, the stadium. Uh, 
the seating here and making the way around to the victory line. Yeah, and they have that tradition. I remembered it now when they came out. Uh, they come out at, at, at between the st- concession stand and the bleachers right behind us and down through the middle of the bleachers with the crowd. Interesting tradition. You don't see a whole lot of that uh, in high school football, but right. I like it. I like tradition like yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's pretty nice. kind of reminds me of uh, – of, uh, to a little bit of Clemson. You know, they, they run down the hill and uh, touch the rock and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. We used to run down the hill there at the old football field at Randolph County. That's where we played. But, yeah. you know, where the steps, we never went down the steps. Yeah. We'd always go down and, you know, some of us made it, some of us didn't, you know. <laughs> we always went down beside Dr. Israel's house right there on the sides. So. Yeah, well, we, uh, we did it the old-fashioned way, and, uh, of course, the Goon Squad, which I was a member of, we uh, some, sometimes we made it, sometimes we didn't. All right, the Weaver Bearcats have made their way to their sideline, and the officials have broken the star, and we are getting set as Randolph County is huddled up on the sideline. And you know, Braxton, this is what it's all about. We are going to step away, and we'll be back with the kickoff in just a moment. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Are you getting ready to build that new dream home? Maybe it's just time for a complete remodel. Whichever the case, get by Wedowie Building Supply, offering a full line of lumber, plumbing, and electrical supplies. Your source for building materials. Wedowie Building Supply, featuring Pittsburgh paints, and can match any paint. Wedowie Building Supply, with that familiar, friendly service, under new management, family-owned and operated, 19085 Highway 431, Widowie Building Supply. This iSchool Sports production is powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment and financial needs, call 205-414-7459. All right, Braxton Daniels set to kick off, and he has a nice kickoff. Ball's going to land right around the five-yard line and roll back into the end zone for a touchback. So it's going to be Weaver ball, uh, ball at resting at the 20-yard line. Weaver in red and black, Randolph County in gray and white. And we are set to start this game, and it's just going to be Weaver lining up in a, a shotgun formation. They're just going to pitch the ball out here, and the old grass monster reaches up and makes a tackle for Randolph County. Yeah, Jerry, you said that Weaver come out in – you know, with red jerseys, with the white and gray digi camo numbers, this is pretty, uh, pretty cool jersey combination with the black pants and the black helmet tonight. It's pretty snazzy combo. It is. It really is. It looks good. All right, so Weaver again uh, in the pistol look with two split outs to the left, and they're just going to simply hand it to, off to the tailback, and he's able to get pick up just a few yards uh, back up to the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, uh, that's two consecutive tackles by number 26, Jonathan Prothrow, for the Tigers. Last week, he had a good game last week with having seven tackles in last week's game. Maybe he can show the same tonight. All right, so Weaver's set to take the ball there. Uh, got two split outs to the left, and he's, again, he's just going to take it and hand it to the back in the backfield, and Randolph County is there to stuff this play as 
That didn't fool anybody as there's several white jerseys around there. I see Christian Lipham and Prothrow and many others in on that tackle. He's actually going to lose about a yard. It's going to bring up fourth down and about 11, and I'm sure we'll see the punt team for Weaver. Yeah, after the first three plays for Weaver, still a, still a net negative on the drive. First play going for negative one. First one going for one, and the second, third play going for negative one. Brings up fourth and 11. All right, so Weaver is set to punt the ball as Randolph County is trying to get their personnel situated. And they're going to snap the ball. It's going to take a short kick. Ball's going to bounce around the 45-yard line, and we're just going to let it roll dead. Randolph County is going to have good field position starting out about the 48-yard line uh, of the Weaver Bearcats, so 49 yards uh, between them and the end zone. Randolph County set now to come out in offense as Weaver's set up on defense. And let's see what the Tiger offense can, can do tonight as they come to the line of scrimmage. They got two wide outs to the left side, one to the right, and they're just going to hand it off to Dante Jordan. He's in the backfield. He breaks a tackle, and he's going to go around left side, and he's on the sideline. He's going all the way, and he makes it down inside the 10-yard line before he is tackled. Good way to start off the football game by Randolph County. Uh, Dante is – did he make enough for get first and goal? He's close if he's not. He's just inside the 10-yard line. So it's going to bring up first and goal for Randolph County. Braxton that time just uh, uh, wide open down the sideline. Yeah, that's the first time we've seen Tigers come out this season and two backs in the backfield in a shotgun around the left side is good for 38 yards. Brings up first and goal from it looks like the 10-yard line. All right, so first and goal. We're set up to go in the old wishbone off offense, and we're just going to hand it off. We're going to be a straight 26 power off to the right side, and we're going to go into the end zone. It's going to be 6 to nothing, Randolph County. Uh, two plays and a score. So we are now, Braxton Daniel is set to come onto the field for our Think Focal, Local First Point after attempt for the Randolph County Tigers. Think Local First, digital advertising boards, a division of Lake Weedowie Life Magazine, limited time pricing available through the end of the year. Customized advertising for your business or event. Think Local First. And the snap is up and the kick is up. And it is good. It's Randolph County. Seven Weaver nothing with 9.54 remaining in the first quarter. We're going to step away and take a, we'll be back in just a moment. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The Security Finance RCHS Scoring Recap. Security Finance offers installment loans for vacations, unexpected expenses. Here is Braxton with the recap. Uh, the last drive for the Tigers was a short one-minute and two-second drive. Only two plays, good for 48 yards, capped off by a 10-yard Dante Jordan touchdown, making the score here in Weaver, 7-0. to zero. Security Finance even has tax preparation. Stop by and see one of the professionals at Security Finance. Visit Security Finance in Roanoke, Auburn, 
or Aniston. And we are back set for the Tiger kickoff. Braxton Daniels kicks the ball off. It's fielded around the 10-yard line. He busts right up the middle. And Weaver, and he's still running right up the middle of the Tiger defense. And he fumbles the ball on the 50-yard line. And it's picked up by a Randolph County Tiger. And they turn around and go. They run several yards back, but then they wind up coming back to the 50. Braxton, what a play as Weaver comes right up the middle and, and fumbles the ball. Randolph County caught a break there. Yeah, Jerry, like you said, it looks like we, there was going to have a very long kick return on the play, and the combination between Dante Jordan and Braxton Daniel on the play forced to fumble, and Dante Jordan actually picked it back up and ran it to the 50. Yeah, so it's going to be Tiger football, ball resting dead on the 50-yard line, the far hash, and they're just going to line up in the eye, and they're going to turn around and pitch it, and that's going to be Jordan as he's – no, that's, pro, that's Keyshawn Garrett, and he cuts it back inside, and he's off and races. Off to the races, he's on the 20 to the 10, and he is going to score a Randolph County touchdown. But there is a flag on the field resting at the 50-yard line. Braxton, did you see the penalty? Yes, that is definitely going to be a block in the back here on the near side. Uh, coach over here definitely was begging for it, and he definitely did get it. Uh, over here. Well, that's going to negate uh, negate a 50-yard run as the ball was exactly on the 50-yard line. So, you know, one of the points we talked about in the pregame show was penalties. There's a one penalty for 50 yards and a touchdown. So, uh, got to watch that. It's going to bring up first down now. Is the ball is now going to be resting on the 40-yard line. It's going to be first and 20 for the Tigers. So, again, Randolph County 7, Weaver Bearcats 0. There's 9.22 left in the first quarter. Randolph County has the ball first and 20 on the 40-yard line. They're going to line up in the I formation. They're going to turn around and hand it to Keyshawn Garrett again. This time he's up right about the middle of the field. And he's going to pick up about 15 yards. going to bring up second down now in about five. So, Braxton, we were able to pick up some yards and make up for that penalty. Brings up second down in five. So, that's more manageable for us. Yeah, and it, it really really shows that Randolph County is getting a great push on the offensive line with contact not coming on each play until about seven or eight yards downfield, making it easy for whoever is running the ball this game. You're right, Braxton. They, the offensive line is definitely controlling – the Weaver Bearcat defensive line as we're going to have a timeout by Weaver. We are here at 844 left in the first quarter. Uh, we're going to step away for a commercial and we'll be right back in just a moment. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. 
Is your business looking for ways to promote itself? Look no further. Instant Imprints will help you become more visible to your customers. Instant Imprints specializes in five branding services, custom t-shirts, signs and banners, embroidery, promotional products, and print services. Instant Imprints are here to assist you. Contact us today, 770-214-2777, located in Carrollton, Georgia, on South Park Street. What are you waiting for? Get promoting today with Instant Imprints. All right, everyone, we are back to some Randolph County football. Is Randolph County is set to snap the ball. It's second down and five. The ball's resting just outside the 45-yard line. Randolph County going to come out in the eye formation with a split out to the left side. They're going to try to throw the ball, but it's thrown a little bit low and behind him. Braxton, I couldn't see who that was intended for. But nevertheless, going to bring up third down and five for the Tigers. Yeah, Jerry, that play was an out route on the far side to number eight, Daniel Benefield, on the maybe seven to eight-yard out route. It was far in his outstretched hands, bringing up third down and five. Third down and five with the Tigers. Ball resting just outside the 45-yard line of the Bearcats. Randolph County is going to come out in the I formation. Two split outs to the right, and they're just going to simply turn around and hand the ball off to Dante Jordan. He's off to the left side, and he's put finally – Carried out of bounds at about the 35-yard line, but there is laundry on the field again. Looks like about the middle of the field. It was behind the play. So I didn't see what it was. It was definitely behind the play, and it was thrown by the umpire on the play, so it might have had maybe an illegal block, maybe a – maybe a. it's a very odd flag. I wasn't yeah, I, I, I wasn't seeing ex- that. I wasn't expecting it either, and I'm, it had to be something like a, a pretty bad foul to – Get get that call. Be, That'll be a personal foul. Personal foul against Weaver was the call on Weaver. the field by the by the white hat. He didn't specify what kind no. of personal foul we had. But that's gonna Either way that's gonna be a first state bank first down for the Randolph County Tigers. As they're marking off the penalty now. Let's see where they're gonna spot this ball at. And they will assess the yards. At the end of the run. That's right. Which we picked up a first enough for a first down uh, on the play itself. It's going to be first and ten for the Tigers. The ball is resting, looks like, just close to the 20-yard line. Tigers are going to come out in the eye formation, and they're going to step back and throw the ball. This time it's caught by Pro Throw. He makes a move to the inside and then cuts back out, and he scores. It's going to bring up just Braxton just a – Easy score there to the outside for Pro Throw. Makes it 13 to nothing in favor of Randolph County. Now we'll have Braxton Daniel out for the Think Local First point after attempt for the Randolph County Tigers. Think Local First Digital Advertising Boards, a division of Lake Widawi Life Magazine, limited time pricing through the end of the year. Customized advertising for your business or event. Think Local First. All right, the Tigers are now set up to snap the ball. And there is the snap. The kick is up. And the kick is good. It's going to make it 14-0 in favor of Randolph County. We'll step away and be right back with more Randolph County football. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus. Making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal. The encore performance, the first date, 
the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. The Security Finance Scoring Recap. Security Finance offers installment loans for vacations, unexpected expenses, and holiday shopping. Here is Braxton with the recap. This drive for the Tigers was another quick one. Only four plays ending in a 20-yard play-action pass caught by number 26, Jonathan Prothrow. PAT good by Braxton Daniel, making a score 14-0 with 8 minutes and 20 seconds here in Weaver. Security Finance even has tax preparation. Stop by and see one of the professionals at Security Finance. Visit Security Finance in Roanoke, Auburn, Opelika, Alex City, Talladega, or Anniston. Braxton, we're set here. Uh, 8.20 left in the first quarter. Right, the, both kickoff, uh, the kickoff team and the kick receiving team for the Weaver is on the field now. And we are fixing to get started back with some football here on Friday night. Braxton Daniels set the kickoff, and there is the kick. And it is ki- received down inside the 10-yard line. But we had, Randolph County had a missed tackle, and he's up the middle. Again, good, good return for Weaver as he's out almost to the 30-yard line. Looks like it's going to be somewhere around the 27, 28 Yard line for the Weaver Bearcats now to set up offense. Uh, just gonna just gonna say tonight's game is made possible in part by Doyle and Anita Allen at Rock Mills Daycare and Preschool Center in Rock Mills. Doyle and Anita Allen says go Randolph County Tigers. All right, so first and ten for Weaver as they set up. They have like a pistol look with two split outs to the left side. There's some pressure by Randolph County and they're gonna get to the quarterback. Uh, he, they're going to bring him down. That's not – that's – Braxton, you're going to have to help me with that number that time. Uh, it looks it, like it was number 55, Nick Sims. Nick Sims in on the tackle that time. Going to be a loss of yardage. Looks like about a loss of three yards. Going to bring up second down now and about 13 for the Weaver Bearcats as he had nowhere to run. That pocket collapsed around him pretty quick that time. No one was open. All right, Weaver set again this pistol look, and he's going to fake it to the hand, to the back in the backfield, and keep the ball and carry around the left side. And he is hammered this time by Nick Sims, who is coming down the line of scrimmage, and really puts puts a good lick on the quarterback. But he was able to pick up a few yards. Braxton made going to make it third down and nine now for the Weaver Bearcats. The last play looked like it was a designed quarterback run here to the near side after a. After a play action to the running back, uh, bringing up third down and long. All right, they're going to set up shop again, and uh, they're going to snap it back. He rolls back. He's chased out of the backfield, but he gets the pass off and is able to complete the pass that time. Looks like to number 15, Ethan Munkus of Weaver. It's not going to be enough for a first down, but it's going to be awful close. Uh, that was a great tackle on the far side by Dante Jordan. Excellent forearm tackle, getting his head around the football and picking him up, putting him down. Looks like it's going to be fourth down and one, maybe a short two on the play. Well, you're right, Braxton. That was a good tackle. If he doesn't make that tackle, it's the first down for Weaver. Weaver now coming out. Uh, again, the pistol-type look formation, and Weaver is going to take a timeout. We're going to take it right along with them. That You're listening to the iSchool Sports Network. 
Com. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sagepoint Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services reference here independent of SPF. Hi, y'all. This is Tim Robinson with the all-new LaGrange, Mitsubishi, and LaGrange, Georgia. As hard as it is to believe, it's football season again. We want to wish all of the local high school football teams good luck this season. We want you to go win some championships. We know you can. Come on, Hanley Tigers. Come on, Woodland Bobcats, Randolph County Tigers, and Wiley Bulldogs. You guys are already champions in our eyes. Let's go win some games. Thanks again for the LaGrange, Mitsubishi family. Check out our inventory at LagrangeMitsu.com. All right, we're back here at Bill Bryan Stadium in Weaver, Alabama, as Randolph County is playing the Weaver Bearcats. And it is 14 to nothing in favor of Randolph County with 6.20 to go in the first quarter. Braxton, this is a big down for both the offense and the defense here uh, both sides of the ball. This is definitely a big decision for Weaver going for it on fourth and one from inside their own territory, inside their own 40-yard line. Looks like the ball is spotted at about the 38-and-a-half-yard line. Weaver's going to come out and try to get it. Well, here we go. Big play right here, fourth and one for Weaver. As they come out, they have a split out all the way close over here to the Left side, and they're going to line up in the pistol formation. He's just going to run an option-type play. It's a bad pitch. He takes it and cuts back to the middle, to the side of the field that time and is going to lose probably about seven or eight yards that time by Weaver. That time, well defended by Randolph County's defensive end. They made him pitch, and it just wasn't a good pitch and nowhere to run even had he made a good pitch that time, Braxton. Yeah, whenever it comes to running, looks like we had a flag down on the play. Uh, we had uh, we had a couple of guys kind of tie up down there, and one of the Weaver guys kind of jumped kind of on one of the Randolph County boys. I couldn't get the number, but uh, I don't know if that's what it is. Yep, that's what it is. He uh, they were blocking, and he went down, and he just he just laid down on him. So, so it's I assume off- that's what it is. Yeah, it's offsetting personal fouls, Braxton. And that's going to be basically a no no penalty okay. either way in terms of yardage, which is going to bring up a first down for Randolph County now. A great field position, ball resting on the 30-yard line. Yeah, the best way to describe two personal fouls on each side, it's just a slap on the wrist to both players. It's just, hey, you know, you can't do that. We're going to let you know on both sides. And ball on the 30, first and 10. So first and 10 for your Tigers as they we're going to line up in the I formation with two split outs to the right side. We're just going to take the ball, hand it off to our fullback. He's just going to rumble up to the middle of the field and cuts it back to the left side and down close to the sideline. Randolph County picking up enough for a first state bank first down. Braxton, that's close to a 20-yard pickup. Yeah, I think it's actually going to be good for 21 yards. Good by fullback Jonathan Prothrow just to run right up the middle. I mean, right up the two-hole, right behind. Nick Sims and right guard. That's right. It's going to bring up first and goal now from the nine-yard line as Randolph County lines up in the wishbone, and they're going to hand it off to Dante Jordan. He's just going to pop outside 
of the Weaver defense, and he's in for the touchdown. Randolph County now leads this 20-0, and Braxton Daniel will be on coming into the game for the Think Local First point after attempt for the Randolph County Tigers. Think Local First digital advertising boards. A division of Lake Wee Dowie Life magazine. Limited time pricing available through the end of the year. Customized advertising for your business or event. Think local first. And the snap is there. The kick is up and the kick is good. It's going to be 21 to nothing Randolph County. We'll be back in just a moment. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Finance scoring recap brought to you by Security Finance. Here's Braxton with the recap. The last drive for the Tigers was a 30-yard drive. Only after two plays, 20-yard run by Jonathan Prothrow. 10-yard run, touchdown run by Dante Jordan. PAT good by Braxton Daniel. Makes the score 21-0 here in Weaver by way of the Tigers with 5 minutes and 38 seconds left in the first quarter. Security Finance even has tax preparation. Stop by and see one of the professionals at Security Finance. Visit Security Finance in Roanoke, Auburn, Opelika, Alex City, Talladega, or Anniston. And we are back here getting set for the kickoff. As Braxton said, it's 538 remaining in the first quarter. Randolph County leading this 21-0. And some personnel issues is... Weaver's trying to get 11 men on the, on the field. And there is the kick. It's up, and it looks like it's going to go out of bounds at about the 10-yard line. That's going to be a penalty. So Weaver will have this ball. Again, good field position for them. Going to bring the ball up here to, what, the 35-yard line. Uh, while, while the offensive-defensive units are running out for Weaver and Randolph County, we want to let everyone know. Go see our friends in Wadley at Home Guns, your federal firearms licensed dealer on Highway 22. Wadley has over 500 firearms along with plenty of ammo in stock. Holmes Guns says go Randolph County Tigers. Well, all right. So we have some people listening in. Terry Allen, appreciate you listening in. Want to give you a shout out. Thank you for that text you sent me. So I'll be sure to get that out there. It's Better not read it, though. <laughs> All right. Bearcats set to take the offense. They're going to line up in the shotgun. Nowhere to throw the football that time, and he's just going to have to eat it and take it out right up the middle. Does actually pick up a, a few yards uh, right up the middle, but Braxton that time just nowhere to throw the ball, nowhere to run. Uh, Randolph County defense just, you know, we're just controlling that line of scrimmage. Yeah, Weaver dialed up the bubble and slant look over here on the near side, and nothing was open, so the quarterback just had to try to make something happen, and it was good for about two yards on the scramble. All right, it's going to bring up second down now and eight as Weaver's lined up in that pistol look with a split out to the right side. They're just going to hand it off to the tailback. He's right up the middle of this Randolph County defense, but nowhere to run as he is tackled back for a loss met by a host of 
Tigers. Looks like Nick Sims and Noah Turner that time in on the tackle. It's going to bring up third down now. Looks like about third and nine for the Bearcats. As they're going to stay, no, go with no huddle. They're going to line up in that pistol look. And they're just going to take it, and they're going to run. He's trying to throw it to his receivers out here on the left side, and he's just going to have to throw the ball away as he just kind of reared back and threw the ball way out of bounds. But it looks like we're going to have – there is a penalty on the play. It may be roughing the passer. Yep. Yep, and it's roughing the, roughing the passer. I didn't see who, who hit him late, but the white hat – was right there to see the call, so no question about it. Is he was definitely laying on the ground when I look back? Noah Turner was uh, pushing him pretty hard, but I don't know if that was him that hit him. But well, that's going to bring bring up a that's going to be enough for a first down now for the Bearcats. So that's going to bring up first and ten. The ball is resting ex- right on the fifty yard line. Weaver, again, is going to come out in this same offensive look, which is kind of like a pistol look. Got a one-back behind the quarterback, and you have like a wing man that's lined up right outside the tackle. And then we got two split outs to the left side and one to the right side. So let's see what they dial up this time. They're getting set to snap this ball again. He's just going to turn around and hand it to number five and number nowhere to run is Randolph County, Hagen Bailey. Looks like Hagen and uh, Dante Jordan and Prothrow are back there in the backfield. It's going to be a loss of about four or five yards as there is a Weaver Bearcat down. And we'll step away for just a moment and we'll be back with more Randolph County football. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always here to make the toughest jobs easy on you. The full range of genuine Husqvarna parts and accessories add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your equipment, helping you tackle any task in every season. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or online at meadowsfarmequipment.com. Looking for a weekend getaway or an investment property on beautiful Lake Wadawee? Let the realtors at Hunter Bend Realty help you find the perfect place for you. Lake properties, residential properties, lots, commercial real estate, and land sites. Hunter Bend Realty has it all. Whether you're listing or selling, we are your team. Hunter Bend Realty, 25 Main Street, Wadawee, 256-357-4488. View listings online at hunterbend.com. Uh, that was number five that uh, got injured on that play, but thank goodness he is up and walking off under his own power. Uh, that was kind of a scare because, Braxton, that looked like a kind of a nasty hit that time in terms of just the angle of it, not that it was dirty. It was just the angle of the hit. Well, we've got a uh, timeout or break into action. Uh, Clay Central is leading Mortimer Jordan at the end of the first by a score of 7 to nothing. Do we have any more scores? That's long. Uh, yes. Uh, Hanley leads Elmore County by a score of 28-0 to zero nearing the end of the first Damn, quarter. Close one there. <laughs> exactly right, Al. 28 to nothing in favor of Hanley Tigers over Elmore County making the trip down there. Eclectic, Alabama. All right. We are here at Weaver. 
Alabama, and Weaver is set to snap this ball. They got two split outs to the left side, and there's nowhere to throw it. He's just going to turn around and heave the ball out of bounds. Uh, that time, just, I don't know, just I guess he just gave up on the play and just decided that wasn't, nobody was going to get open as he just kind of chunked it. And uh, oh, they're questioning whether it's a intentional grounding or not. It was definitely very close with the nearest receiver being almost 10 yards downfield. And in high school, there is no getting outside of the tackle box. There is no nothing like that. You have to have a receiver in the area. Mm-hmm. And you're right. 10 yards is a long way away. As we're going to have a flag as they're set to make it this third down and 15 now. But this the side judge here on this side has thrown his penalty, has thrown his flag. Let's see what this call is. They're going to mark off. Looks like about five yards against the Tigers. It's going to bring up third down and about 10. I never saw a, a, a penalty of, of what it was what it was called. Anyway, it's third and 10 for the Weaver Bearcats. Ball is on the, just inside the 50-yard line. They're going to snap it back to the quarterback. He's rolling around and got a man downfield, wide open. Number Looks like number 15 as he's made the, top, made the first down for Weaver. And, buddy, as he hit, his helmet comes off. There's flags on the play. This will be interesting to see. He may have been down when that second hit. They're going to call unnecessary roughness, I would imagine, on that one because he was stopped. His motion was stopped, and he was in the process of going down when he was hit again. Well, that was number 14, Tanner Brooks, on that catch. Is that time just right down the center of the field, Braxton? Quarterback did a good job scrambling around and finding his receiver, and I did not see the Randolph County number that made that late hit. The the call on the field was actually actually targeting – was what was called by the white hat down on the field, not a necessary roughness. It's very close together. But nevertheless, it is a 15-yard personal foul ended on the end of the play. Weaver has the ball. It looks like it's about the 20-yard line. So definitely the best drive going this far for Weaver as it's going to bring up first and 10 now. Ball is resting just outside the 20-yard line. You want to play aggressively, but you just you hate to see things like that happen. Obviously, he was going down, and there wasn't any reason to hit him like that. But uh, uh, you know, it's just in, in the spur of the moment. You know, you want to you want to get out there and play with intensity, but sometimes you have to kind of hold yourself back a little bit. All right, looks like we're going to have a illegal procedure against the Bearcats. That's going to back them up five. It's going to make it first down now and about 15 yards for the Bearcats. As they're going no huddle, they're looking at their armbands, trying to get the play in. They have a shotgun, one back in the backfield, two receivers out to the right, one to the left. They're going to snap this ball, and he's being pushed out of the pocket. He's scrambling. He finds a man downfield. And throws it just a little bit over his head down close to the goal line. Good job by the quarterback to get out and find an open receiver. I don't see any flags on the play. Looks like he's going to bring up second down now in about 15. Braxton, that time he did have somebody a little bit open there in, in downfield. Could have been could have been bad for the Tigers. He did. He actually had a good bit of time to throw the football, and he it's a broken down play. You know, scrambling here to the near side. Okay. And, uh, 
All right, so <laughs> they marked five yards off on them. Looks like the white hat had to come respot the football. Oh, okay. and uh, I guess he didn't like the spot on the okay. field. He wouldn't respotted it. So we're set now. It's second down at about 15 for the Bearcats, and they're going to just hand the ball off. And he is hammered right at the line of scrimmage that time. The back out of the backfield. That's going to be number three, Jaden Sturkey. That time, ninth grader for the Bearcats. Uh, just nowhere to run, Braxton. That time, it, it, Weaver's going to have a hard time running between the tackles against Randolph County. Yeah, that's a good play by Joshua Holloway. Sit there and maintain his gap and uh, way to keep it. His eyes at the running back. Yes, he did. And all right, so Weaver now set. It's going to be third down and about 15. And he's going to take back. He's going to throw the ball out to his split out to the right side. And looks like we're going to have pass interference. As he, we hear our time is just a little bit too soon. Is that Dante Jordan? Out there, Braxton. I think on the far side, that is number. It's hard to see the numbers. Like it you just said, Jerry, my eyes are pretty good. But yeah. at the same time, I think it was number 25, Javon Wright. I think they swapped sides yeah, after they did. the penalty. You're right. And, and he just had his timing a little off. It was, a, it was a good play. He was right there just about a, high, you know, a second too soon uh, before the ball. So that's going to be a that's going to be a first down now for the Bearcats as they're marking the penalty off. Actually, it is going to still be third down. They didn't make enough for the first down. Well, let's see now. The officials are huddling back up. They're wanting to they're wanting to discuss this a little further. I'm not sure. And just real quick, too, a bunch of people listening. Defense pass interference in high school is not an automatic first down. It's only 15 yards from the previous play spot. Since it was third down and 17, 15 yards makes it third and two. Thank you, Al Haynes, for the math right there. I learned from you. <laughs> Spoken like a true official there. All right, so we're going to have Weaver lined up in the shotgun. He's going to be chased out to the right side. He's going to throw the ball, and he's throwing it to the down marker. Not, the, I mean, the uh, first down marker. Uh, hits it right in the bullseye. <laughs> uh, not really sure who he was throwing to that time, but nevertheless, going to bring up fourth down now for the Bearcats. As Braxton, again, we talk about the defensive line for Randolph County. He doesn't have much time at all to make up his mind to throw the football. He is being rushed every play. No, he doesn't. And Nick Sims and Holloway have been doing a great job in the, getting, getting penetration from the middle, forcing him out of the pocket. All right, looks like we're going to have a timeout down on the field by the Weaver Bearcats. We'll be back with more football in just a moment. We take the dents out of accidents. 431 Auto Body Repair, Tire, and Service. Owned by Paul Loveless. 24-hour towing, full-service collision shop, a full-service department, computer diagnostics, tires, brakes, and service. A locksmith for key retrieval and glass repair. Let us take the dents out. 431 Auto Body, 1265 Highway 431 in Roanoke. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. 
We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. All right, we're back here at Weaver. 241 left in the first quarter. As we have a score update for you, it looks like it's Hanley 35, Elmore County 0, 8.28 left to go in the second quarter. And I think uh, Mortimer Jordan has also scored on Clay Central. It was 7-6 uh, to six last time I checked. Um, don't have an update from that time. Okay, so big play right here, Braxton. Fourth down and about three for the Bearcats. They're going to line up, and they're just going to snap it back. And he is nowhere to p- throw the ball. As he's going to turn and try to make something out of it. Nowhere to run that time for Thompson as he, again, this defensive line just too much for Weaver to handle that time. And, and again, he couldn't totally get away from uh, Noah Turner that time. Noah went down trying to get him. He got back up and still chased him and was able to get in on the tackle. Yeah, that's right. Good play. Noah Turner, uh, no, no choice but being good, you know, considering who he's kin to. I didn't know I was kin to him. I'm sorry. Didn't know that. Thank, no, you, that thank is, you for bringing that up, Jerry. That is, that, that's uh, Steve Dempsey's grandson. Oh, uh, Reverend Steve. Yes. All uh, right. Chicken Ridge, Alabama. That's exactly right. Noah, he'll be up in Chicken Ridge tomorrow morning or this evening. All right. Going to bring up first and ten now for the Tigers as they're going to line up in the wishbone. And they're just going to simply hand it off. It's just a little power play off the right tackle. That is number one, Austin Terrell, uh, with his first carry of the game. And he's one of those we talked about in the pregame show, one of those eighth graders that's out there playing and getting some good reps. Um, That may pay off for Coach Pressure down the road. We certainly hope it does. Yeah, Jerry, he's in eighth grade, and I've seen him play some in junior high and some at this level, and I'm really impressed at how he's been doing with no fumbles this point in the season with with 26 carries, if I'm right, coming into this game. So, all right, Randolph County again going to line up in the wishbone, and they're just going to simply hand it off to the running back off the left tackle this time. That looks like number 14, 14 for the Tigers. That's Patrick Bragg on a carry. It's going to bring up, he picked up a few more yards, going to bring up third down now and about a one, maybe a long one, short two for the Tigers. The ball is resting on the, just past the 25-yard line as the quarter is coming close to an end. There's 35 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Randolph County set now in the wishbone again. They're going to simply turn around and hand it off to Bragg again. This time he's out the outside, and he's going to be, Going down, he picks up about seven or eight yards close to the sideline, and it's going to be enough for a Randolph County first state bank first down. But we had a late, late flag come in from the back judge. He threw his flag probably 30 yards uh, at this foul, so I'm not sure what it was, but it it was not I, I did not even see a red jersey in the vicinity when he threw that thing. So I think it, I think it was some sort of block on this. Braxton, I, I think it was one of those that, that uh, had a player that, I'm sorry, had had a player that that was, uh, you know, not, what do they call it, uh, trying to think of the word for it, defenseless player. And uh, I think that's why Al, I think he hit him and then ran toward, on towards the play. Nevertheless, 
Big penalty that time. His ball's now resting on the 50-yard line. And it was against Weaver, by the way. It was against Weaver. Ball is resting on the 50-yard line. It's going to bring up first and 10 now for the Tigers. As they're going to simply turn the line up in the wishbone again. They're going to hand it off to, looks like, Hagen Bailey right up the middle, and he's going to pick up about four about four yards. Going to bring up second down now, and six is the that's the end of the first quarter. Randolph County is 21, Bearcats 0. We'll return for more football in just a moment. Say yes to a better you. The Yes Project offers services to help you attain academic and employment goals. If you're ages 16 through 24, not attending school, and need help finding a job, continuing your education, and planning your future, we want to help you. All services are free, and the Yes Project pays incentives for successful achievements. Contact the Yes staff in Roanoke at 706-363-5730. This project is funded 100% with federal funds made available to the State of Alabama Department of Commerce by the U.S. Department of Labor, Employment, and Training Administration as the grantor. Are you getting ready to build that new dream home? Maybe it's just time for a complete remodel. Whichever the case, get by Wedowie Building Supply, offering a full line of lumber, plumbing, and electrical supplies. Your source for building materials. Wedowie Building Supply, featuring Pittsburgh paints, and can match any paint. Wedowie Building Supply, with that familiar, friendly service. Under new management, family-owned and operated. 19085 Highway 431. Wedowie Building Supply, Uh, while both teams are outside of the numbers during the timeout, I'm going to talk about Trammell Circulation. Trammell Circulation Services delivers the Anderson Star to all of Randolph County. Give them a call at 334-338-4182 and subscribe. Trammell Circulation Services says go Randolph County Tigers. And with 6.03 left in the second period, it's Mortimer Jordan now 13, Clay Central 7 over in uh, Clay County, halfway between Lionel and Ashland. Coach Danny Horn's uh, volunteers uh, up against another powerhouse in Mortimer Jordan this year. Absolutely. All right, everyone, we are back for second quarter action for the Randolph County Tigers as they're going to line up in the wishbone, going to go in motion. And this time they're just going to turn around and pitch it to Patrick Bragg. He's down off the right side, and he's down the sideline. He's picked it up. He is inside the 10, right down the sideline. What a good run. Nobody else out there once he broke it. Going to bring up first and ten or first and goal now for the Tigers as there is a Bearcat down on the field. And looks like he's, he's hurting, hurting pretty good. I can't see the number from here. Nevertheless, Braxton, it was a good run by Bragg as he bounced, you know, used his vision there and bounced it outside where there was no Weaver Bearcats to make a tackle. Yeah, Tigers last play I'm came not out. Sure, I'm not sure what's going on there, but there's several people. Attending uh, to that young man. Uh, hard to tell what's going on. He's obviously in some pain, but um, one of them is uh, looking at his knee. Let's take another time out. You're listening to the iSchool Sports Network. Managing your business or personal finances are just a fact of life. KBW Accounting and Tax Service can give you peace of mind. You don't have to pull your hair out when it comes to financial forms. Don't sweat it. That's what KBW Accounting and Tax Service is here for. Give them a call today at 256-357-9022. KBW Accounting and Tax Service, West Broad Street, Widawi. Let them crunch the numbers. I'll be honest. I ain't too much of a handyman. 
but I don't let that stop me. That's why I use the pros at Russell Do It Center in Roanoke. I'm learning that I can do more and more things around the house, and I give all the credit to the knowledgeable staff at Russell Do It Center. They give me the proper information on how to do the job, as well as making sure that I have the proper supplies and tools to tackle whatever it is I'm doing. Plus, they've got larger tools for rent. Turn to Russell Do It Center, Highway 431 in Roanoke, or call 334-863-5330 today. Offering over 30 years of experience in lawn maintenance is Weedowie Landscape and Nursery. Experienced and well-versed employees in servicing your landscaping needs. We offer custom lawn care plans, outdoor lighting, paver installations, retaining walls, fences, and custom outdoor fireplaces. Weedowie Landscape and Nursery, West Broad Street, Weedowie. 256-357-2556 for all your landscaping needs. All right, we're back here at Weaver as, well, he's finally up, and it, thank goodness he's walking off on his own power. He is limping, though. Looks like it's number, is that 71, Braxton? Looks like 70. Yeah, that is number 71 on the field. 71. I don't have a 71 we have on a little bit of con- a little bit of concern there because of the way some of them were uh, waving people over uh the medical staff to come over there and check we we thought afraid maybe there was a broken limb or something like that but uh thankfully that's not the case he's up and walking off under his own power yeah he is walking his walk has actually got better as he's had to walk the length of the the width of the football field and so maybe we'll see him again as he's a we don't want to see anybody get hurt he's a he's a big boy he's a weaver needs him for sure all right, nevertheless, it's going to be first and goal for the Tigers. It'll be first, they're about just inside the 10-yard line. They're going to line up in the wishbone formation, and they're going to turn around and hand it off to the – and, and we had a fumble that time. Is that number one for the Tigers that fumbled the ball? It looked like a, just a bad handoff between the – uh, bad ex- our quarterback and Austin Terrell that time. I don't think he ever really had control of the football. And so that's going to be Weaver football uh, right. The ball is resting right on the 10-yard line. So one of the key points we talked about in the pregame, Al Braxton is fumbles, and there's our first one. Sometimes that happens, you know, when you got young people in the inexperienced part of it. Uh, but that's, you know, hey, we, we got to have those. You've got to learn to get those handoffs in the backfield. Yeah, and from what it looked like, it looked like the handoff in the backfield never even reached down. It looked like it maybe hit off of his thigh or his knee and went straight to the ground. Yep. All right, so Weaver's set to take this ball, and they snap it, and they're going to hand it off to the back in the backfield, and he is hammered on this side of the football field that time. Looks like Noah Turner. And Nick Sims in on the tackle that time, pursuing down the line of scrimmage. He's going to lose about two yards. Uh, Randolph County just really showing their speed from sideline to sideline here uh, tonight as as Weaver just, again, has not had much success whatsoever against this Tiger defense. That's going to be a loss of about two yards. Going to put the ball on the eight-yard line for the Weaver Bearcats. Going to bring up second down and 12. They're going to line up, and they're just going to hand it off to the back. He kind of makes it up the middle that time, maybe picks up a yard or two before he is brought down. That is number 25, Peyton Martin, a ninth grader for the Bearcats, carrying the football. 
So again, Coach Presbury said they had a lot of young personnel, and there's there's one of them for the Bearcats. Going to bring up third down and 12 as that play went for no gain. And Weaver is, we have a shotgun formation with one back in the backfield, trips to the left side, and they're going to turn and pitch it. He's going to run to the left, trying to make it to the sideline. But again, there is nine white jerseys waiting on him within the five yards from the sideline that time. Nowhere to run the football. Uh, Randolph County just pursuing pursuing down the line of scrimmage uh, very easily on this Weaver offense. It's going to bring up fourth down now in about 15. Weaver's going to have to punt this ball. Uh, Dante Jordan standing on the 35-yard line set to field this. Uh, Looks like Randolph County's probably going to have good field position again, Braxton. Yeah, you're right. And, Jerry, the last three plays, this was excellent defensive plays for Tigers with good play from number 10, Dante Jordan, Timothy Moat. All right, so there's the punt. It's away. Dante's going to pick it up on this side, and they're going to pick it up, and there's going to be a targeting foul or something right there on Randolph County as Dante is down the sideline, and he is – in for the touchdown, but again, the flag on the play back here about the 39-yard line as we saw a peel black block or something here. Uh, not sure. They right, may have, so they may have, called, may have called a block in the back. Okay. It was it was close. It didn't really – it was kind of a side block, but he could have called a block in the back. I don't know. Okay. It looks like we're going to have multiple flags on the field because – the official on the far side threw his hat up on the side, and uh, whenever you run out of flags to throw, you throw your you throw your hat. When you run right. out of flags, so we have flag on the forty yard line, have a flag or have a hat on the fourteen yard line on the far side. Looks like we might have two personal fouls. The first one looks like it was in the it was in the area of a blind side block, and the second one couldn't really see that far on the far side. Jerry, what do you think we have? Well, it looks like we have got a personal foul targeting against Randolph County. And a personal foul. I'm not sure what it was, but there's another personal foul against Weaver. We had a personal foul against Weaver and an illegal blindside block if the if the mechanic was right by what he said. Okay. Uh, and I guess that since it was one foul each way, then I guess that's going to offset, maybe. I, 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 all I can see is the arm doing that. I, that's why I called it, thought it was targeting again. But you may be right on, on the uh, – Well – so let's see what they – all right, so the ball now is – the re, they have the ball back here at the 38-yard line is where the white hat is standing. He's standing right on the area where the first flag was thrown. And let's see what they're going to do. The ball is now placed down at the 38-yard line. We're going to get the signal again. So it's a personal foul against both teams. Okay, and what I said was wrong. Uh, on the field, one one penalty was a live ball penalty, and one penalty was a dead ball penalty. Those do not offset. You will mark off 15 yards from the spot of the blindside block and then 15 yards back for the personal foul. Okay, so the ball now resting on the 38-yard line. Randolph County set to go first and 10 as they're going to line up in the wishbone formation. And they're going to, he's going to try to bounce it out to the outside and nowhere to run that time. It was a good defensive play that time by Weaver to contain uh, number 14, Patrick Bragg, that time. And they're going to hold him to no yards 
as uh, there was a host of red jerseys that time uh, around the football. So it's going to be second down and 10 now for the Tigers. Ball is resting again on the 37-yard line. And it is on the near hash. Again, we're Randolph County Tigers are up 21 to 0 over the Weaver Bearcats with 8.23 to go in the second quarter. Randolph County going to line up in the wishbone, and they're just going to hand it off to the fullback, Hagen Bailey, and he's just going to rumble and stumble and bumble down, and he's going to pick up enough for a Randolph County First State Bank first down. He's going to run it all the way down inside. No, he's outside the 20, down to the, yeah, down down to about the 17-yard line. So a good pickup that time for the Tigers. Going to bring up first and 10 on the 17-yard line. Carried carried two uh, defenders with him about uh, the last 10 yards, too. That's exactly what I was going to say, Al. First 10 yards was by itself. Second second rest 10 yards to two other people. That's exactly right. They're going to line up. They're going to blow this play. Randolph County snapped the ball, but they're going to blow it dead. Looks like we may have illegal motion. Yeah, it's the illegal motion against the Tigers. That's going to back us up five yards. Uh, Again, that's one of the points we brought out in the pregame show, penalties. And we've already had our fair share of them this first half. That's going to bring up first and 15. The ball is now on the 22-yard line. Uh, about in the middle of the field, Randolph County again leading this, uh, leading the Bearcats 21 to zero, with seven minutes and 25 seconds remaining in the second quarter. We're going to line up in the wishbone, and this time Weaver is there to take to meet him in the backfield. Looks like number 53 there for the Bearcats, Caden Ropper, an eighth grader for the Bearcats has met him in the backfield. Good tackle that time. Uh, Well-defended play by the Weaver defense. Randolph County not picking up any yardage. Going to be second down. Well, maybe picked up a yard. Going to be second down now and about 14 yards. Ball is resting on the 21-yard line. We are under seven minutes to play now in the first half. Randolph County going to line up in the wishbone. Two tight ends. We're going to turn around and hand it off to the fullback, Hagen Bailey, and he's going to go right up the middle of the field. A pretty good-sized hole in the middle, and he's going to pick up, uh, looks like about seven, maybe eight yards. going to bring up third down now and about three for the Tigers. Ball is resting right on the 10-yard line. Uh, Hagen Bailey getting some good carries and, and productive carries, Braxton, in this series. Yeah, last two, last two carries has been good carries for Hagen. Good carries for Hagen. Before the third down play for the Tigers, notable score, Piedmont up 28-0 to zero over Sacks with six minutes to go in the second quarter. All right, so big region game up the, up the road just a piece. Randolph County is going to line up in the wishbone again, and this time they're going to hand it off to Hagen Bailey, and looks like he's going to go in for the touchdown right up the middle of the field. Randolph County now, I don't see any flags. Don't see any flags. That's good. All right, so now Braxton Daniel is going to be on for the point after attempt. The Think Local First point after attempt. Think Local First Digital Advertising Boards, a division of Lake Weedowie Life Magazine. Limited time pricing available through the end of the year. Customized advertising for your business or event. Think Local First. 
And there is the snap. The kick is up, and the kick is good. We are going to, you're listening to the iSchool Sports Network. We'll step away and be back in just a moment. Need a tow? Give East Alabama Truck Repair a call. 256-363-2580. East Alabama Truck Repair can handle any tow job with wrecker and rollback service. Visit them on County Road 4 and Widowie for truck repair. Also visit their truck sales department on Highway 431 just north of Widowie. East Alabama Truck Repair can do it all. East Alabama Truck Repair, 1306 County Road 4 and Widowie. 256-363-2580. Security Finance offers installment loans for vacations, unexpected expenses, and holiday shopping. Here is Braxton with the scoring recap. The last drive for the Tigers has been the longest of the night with the drive being good for six plays. Three of the six plays was rushes by Hagen Bailey, ending in a Hagen Bailey 10-yard run, making the score here in Weaver 28-0 by way of the Tigers. All right, Security Finance even has tax preparation. Stop by and see one of the professionals at Security Finance. Visit Security Finance in Roanoke, Auburn, Opelika, Alex City, Talladega, or Anniston. And I would be, uh, I would wonder at this point how many uh, penalties we've had this evening. Have you kept with those? Braxton is man on the spot with man it. Man on the spot. Yes, sir. And I've, I have kept track of penalties, and to this point we have committed seven penalties, and one of each, one holding penalty, one offsides, one roughing the passer, one pass interference, one targeting, one well, at blindside least block, and one personal foul. Yeah, at so least it's seven. balanced. It is. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, we're, uh, we're like a shotgun. <laughs> we're hitting all, 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 all of it. All of them. So, Except when I shoot a shotgun. Yeah, yeah, you're, I'm, I'm with you, Al. I was at, I don't know if you can hear it over at your house. We, we, Jerry and I live similar neighbor, we're in the same neighborhood, but far enough apart. But I've been out hunting armadillos. I've got armadillos just plowing up my yard. And uh, what? Last, uh, let's see, what two nights ago, about three thirty in the morning, yesterday morning, I was out there hunting. But uh, I got one. You got one. But today I missed one with a shotgun. Can you believe that? <laughs> well, Al, that's pretty bad. So let me tell you what. We've had armadillos bad, too. And so I, I was out in the girl's Jeep, and one ran acro- out in front of me in the road, and I just swerved and got him. Carol did that also <laughs> last year. <laughs> so, uh, All right. So we're set to kick off here. Randolph County, Braxton Daniel set, and the ball is up in the air. It is fielded by Weaver down around the 10-yard line as he makes his way up the field and to the side a little bit, and he is going to be tackled right around the 20-yard line. It's going to bring up first and 10 now for the Weaver Bearcats. Ball is, again, resting on the 19-yard line. Excuse me. Uh, First and 10. We are at 5 minutes and 42 seconds left to go in the second quarter here. Tigers leading 28-0. to zero. And Weaver is now getting set. They again, shotgun formation, one back in the backfield. And they're going to simply turn and hand it to the back in the backfield. And nowhere to run. And they just, he just really kind of ran up there and stopped. As Randolph County really didn't have to even, it just kind of, the play just kind of ended on itself as it looks like the officials having to talk to a few of the linemen, uh, maybe trying to calm some people down. Let's play a clean game of football. He didn't get make it back to the line of scrimmage. Going to bring up second down now and about almost 11 yards for the Bearcats. 
They're in the shotgun. They've got two men out to the left, one out to the right. They're going to snap the ball. He is chased out of the pocket again, and he is just simply going to throw the ball. It goes over the sideline players all the way into the track here in front of the stands. Uh, Braxton, y'all, I y'all mentioned that before. That was obviously, uh, okay, yeah, he yeah. just threw the flag. We talked about yeah. that a little bit, or you guys talked about it a little yeah. bit earlier. Yeah, Yeah. whenever it you know comes to an intentional grounding in college, the NFL, as long as you're outside the tackle box and you throw the ball past the line of scrimmage, makes it a legal pass. But in high school, none of that matters. You have to have an eligible receiver in the area. And, and obviously not one there. Not yeah. that. You're right. Out. There was nobody there. I mean, I, I didn't see any receiver even in my line of sight there on that play. Is that's going to back him up whew, all the way? Looks like the ball is going to be on about the two yard line. Uh, it's going to bring up third down and whew, maybe what about 25, 30? Mm, it looks like it's, uh, Alexandria. Yeah, looks like third down be and Alexandria. Third down, third down and 28 because they got to get to the 30 yard line for a first down. Uh, Weaver backed up now. Their back, entire backfield is in the end zone. They're in the shotgun formation with two backs in the backfield. One split out to the right, one split out to the left. And they're going to simply hand it off to the back in the backfield. He makes the initial run and he is down, picks up a good run for the Bearcats. All the way back almost to the original first down marker. And he is going to be dropped for, he is still on the ground. Looks like he's, well, he's he's trying to get up. Nevertheless, he got through the little mesh, what we call the mesh line of scrimmage, Braxton. And there was nobody there to tackle him for Randolph County. Yeah, it was actually a pretty good run. Good enough for 14 yards. But since they were playing for so far behind the sticks, didn't even make it to the original line of scrimmage. Uh, as he's making his way off the field, coming off a little slowly. It's like he is holding his holding his shoulder area. Yeah, he is. He's got his one hand up like around his collarbone. He looks like his arms dropped just a little bit, his left arm as he comes over to the sidelines. Maybe he's okay. That's, that's number five for the Bearcats as he's seen a lot of action tonight, Devontae Hilliard. Going to bring up fourth down and 11 for the Bearcats, and they are set to punt the ball. The snap is there. The punt is there. It's a good punt. Goes to the 50-yard line, bounces. Dante Jordan picks it up around the 38-yard line and then goes down the sideline. He keeps his balance, and he is back all the way, and he is still going, still twisting. And now he just broke out of the pile about the 15-yard line, and what a run by Devontae that time, just, I mean, I don't know what to say. That was, that was some great moves, good blocking, and there's no laundry on the field. What a, what a run, Braxton. Uh, it was a, he was set up on the near side, about the 45-yard line. Punt was to the opposite side. As soon as he seen it in some grass, he said, I'm going to go get it. Picked it up about his own 40-yard line and took it 60 yards after it seemed like he broke about 10 tackles is what it seemed like. Yeah. All right, so we're off Braxton and Daniel out here for the Think Local First point after attempt. Think Local First Digital Advertising Boards, a division of Lake Weedowie Life Magazine. Limited time pricing available through the end of the year. Customized advertising for your business event. Think Local First. And we are getting I think some- we had um, too many men on the field or something. They penalized them half the distance at the goal line. Okay, yeah. Set up to. Penalty uh, against Weaver. Too many men on the field. 
as one does come trotting off, it's going to bring up still the point after attempt. Now they moved it back. Yeah, they the penalty got declined. Got declined. Okay, so we're back to the original point after attempt try. There is the snap, the hold, the kick is up, and the kick is good. We are at 34. I'm sorry, 35 to zero, Randolph County. You're listening to iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Hello. I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama, where you're first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Security Finance offers installment loans for vacations, unexpected expenses, holiday shopping. Here is Braxton with the scoring recap. Uh, Last drive for the Tigers was actually no plays. It was a 60-yard punt return by Dante Jordan. it was a great run, making the score 35-0 to zero with four minutes and eight seconds left in the second quarter here in Weaver. Security Finance even has tax preparations. Stop by and see one of the professionals at Security Finance. Visit Security Finance in Roanoke, Auburn, or Anniston. And we are set to kick off again. The Tigers' Braxton Daniel is going to kick the ball off, and it's a high kick. Going down to just inside the 20. And Weaver is just simply going to fall on the ball as there was two Bearcats back there. Neither one of them could decide who, uh, to, which one they were going to pick it up. And they just had to jump on it. Re- Weaver's going to be first and 10, ball resting on the 20-yard line. While both teams are going into the field, going to let everyone know that the Randolph County Chamber of Commerce is proud to pledge support for all our local schools. The Randolph County Chamber of Commerce says, Go Randolph County Tigers. All right, as we get set for the Randolph County defense, they're getting on the field with the Bearcats now. Coach uh, is talking to them, getting them set to come on the field there. He's trying to get get his players motivated as they're trotting out now. It's going to be first and 10 again for the Bearcats. The ball is resting on the far hash on the 20-yard line. And Randolph County now doing some substitution late. Weaver going to snap the ball in the shotgun, and this time there is nowhere to run as he just simply run it, ran straight into the end on this side, Braxton. Uh, just, ran stri- just ran straight into him and, and turned around, tried to make something out of it. Lost about five yards. Uh, again, Randolph County's off defensive front just just too much for the Bearcats' offensive line. Yeah, one of the substitutes that just came in the game was number eight. Daniel Benefield was the one on the play. It was good for him to uh, really crunch down, you know, keep his gap contained. All right, the Bearcats again, second down and 15. They're going to line up in the shotgun. They're going to snap the ball, and he's going to scramble to his left, and there is nobody open Uh None of the receivers over. He can't find anybody. He's going to simply just scramble out of bounds. Uh, looks like he's going to pick up maybe just a little bit. Like third and 14 now. Ball resting on the 
on the 16-yard line. They've got to get all the way out to the 31-yard line for a first down. As Weaver comes to the line of scrimmage, again, they're lined up in the shotgun. Receiver to both sides. A wingman to this one. Two backs in the backfield. And here is the snap, and he simply hands it off to the back in the backfield. He runs to the side, and he is tripped up that time in the backfield by Hagen Bailey. Uh, and there is a flag on the play. Let's see what the flag is. Not sure. Probably some sort of holding call where the flag is thrown at. They're still talking it over. Yeah, Jerry, and while uh, they are contemplating the call on the field, uh, the score of Wadley tonight, Billings leads Wadley 12-0 at halftime. Mortimer Jordan leads Clay Central by a score of 13-7 at halftime. And Hanley leads Elmore County 42-0 at half. All right, looks like it's going to be they call it a block in the back. And the penalty was declined. It's going to bring up fourth down. And fourth down and about 16. I'm sorry, they're still marking. Well, no, there we go. Okay, now it's fourth down and about 16. I, I they were, thought they were marking it off after they declined it there for just a minute. Weaver's going to be punting the ball. Randolph County just has their regular defense out there. We don't have anybody back. And Weaver making some late substitutions. As we are down to around the three-minute mark here left in the second quarter, Randolph County leading 35-0. to zero. There is the snap, and the punt is off, and it's going to hit about the 45-yard line and roll out of bounds at the 49-yard line. This is going to be first and 10, Randolph County on the 49-yard line. Uh, we're going to step away, and we'll be right back with more Tiger football. If you're hauling logs for a living, better be sure your equipment works as hard as you do. Bulldog Trailers in Wadley specializes in building and repairing timber trailers. Guy Kelly and crew build them to be long-lasting and bulldog tough. After all, it ain't like you're hauling cupcakes. And everybody knows, if you can't run with a big dog, just stay on the porch. Bulldog Trailers. 256-395-4165. All right, we're back here. Randolph County first and 10 on the 49-yard line of the Bearcats. We're going to line up in the wishbone formation. Two tight ends. And, ooh, this time uh, coming through the line of scrimmage is number 73 for the Bearcats. And he wraps up the Tiger back that time. Nowhere to run. That was 73, Richard, Richie Knowlton, another eighth grader for the Bearcats, making a big, big play there. Yeah, like you said, Jerry, I think that's maybe the third eighth grader that you've called out for Weaver this game, them having to play some younger, younger athletes on the field tonight. All right, so it's going to bring up second down and about 12 for the Tigers. The ball is now resting on the opposite 49 yard line is they're going to come out now in the eye formation a split out to either side we're going to turn around and just run a pitch out to Terrell to the right side he turns and cuts it up the middle and he is dragging players pulling them and all the way down down to the <laughs> to the 10 yard line and we're going to have a flag on the play what a run by Terrell as he used his visions to cut back inside and then used his strength 
to drag some players. But it's going to bring it back. It's a holding penalty, Braxton. Uh, again, I know that we probably got some substitutes in there on the line of scrimmage, but we cannot have these penalties. Yeah, you're right, Jerry. We can't. And I bet it definitely does stink as a running back whenever you break off a 50-yard play. You get up, you're very excited, and you look back and you see yellow. That's the only color you don't want to see is yellow. We wear gold, so yellow is not what you want to see. That's right. Yellow is not. Al, did that make you frustrated back when you played that you have about a 50 or 60-yard run and then, uh, you know, somebody have a penalty and negate it? I'm trying to think if we ever had a 50 or 60-yard <laughs> run. Maybe five or six. <laughs> no, I, I do remember a couple of them. I remember uh, – Danny Holder uh, catching a pass and making about a 60-yard touchdown run, and <laughs> I was there cheering him on way, way far behind. <laughs> All right, so we're down under two minutes to play now in the second quarter. Randolph County going to simply turn around in the I formation. They're going to hand it back to the – tailback Terrell and he is good he's going to make it all the way down inside the 40 yard line that's going to be good enough for a Randolph County first state bank first down for the Tigers a big run again by Terrell uh it's going to balls they're going to spot the ball at the 36 yard line of the Bearcats Terrell I tell you what he's going to be a good back uh he's already you can see him gaining confidence every week with every carry one thing I'm glad to see, Jerry, is how he is not—he's uh, not shying away from contact. You know, to the running back, to the linebackers, and the safeties, he's not shying away. He's going into contact. He is, and this time, Randolph County going to line up back in the eye formation, and they're just simply going to hand it to the fullback right off the uh, guard between the guard and tackle. And is that—that that wasn't Hagen Bailey that time? I didn't see that number, but it's not him. Looks and like no- it looks like the fullback in the game was a. Number 30 number. Uh, it looks like it might have been Sher- Sherman Sewell. Sherman Sewell. Okay, there's a name we haven't called yet this year, or I haven't. Uh, so, nevertheless, good run that time. Uh, picks up enough for about seven yards. Going to make it second down now and about three for the Tigers. The ball resting on the 30-yard line. Tigers in the eye formation. And they're going to turn around and hand it to Sewell once again. And he's picked up enough for Randolph County First state bank, first down. Uh, Randolph County's second string here just moving the chains. Looking good. Blowing some holes uh, by this line. I tell you, I'm, I, Coach Prestridge has got to like what he sees here uh, with this young young Tiger offense moving the football. It's going to bring up first, and ten, first down and 10. The ball is resting on the 28-yard line. And, and uh, I think that might be the last play before half. With Tigers do not have to snap it again before halftime. That's right. That's going to be the end of the half. And there it is. The first half is in the books. Randolph County now leading the Weaver Bearcats 35-0. to zero. We'll be back. You're listening to the iSchool Sports Network. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. 
Hi, y'all. This is Tim Robinson with the all-new LaGrange, Mitsubishi, and LaGrange, Georgia. As hard as it is to believe, it's football season again. We want to wish all of the local high school football teams good luck this season. We want you to go win some championships. We know you can. Come on, Hanley Tigers. Come on, Woodland Bobcats, Randolph County Tigers, and Wiley Bulldogs. You guys are already champions in our eyes. Let's go win some games. Thanks again for the LaGrange Mitsubishi family. Check out our inventory at LaGrangeMitsu.com. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus. Making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Are you getting ready to build that new dream home? Maybe it's just time for a complete remodel. Whichever the case, get by Wedowie Building Supply, offering a full line of lumber, plumbing, and electrical supplies. Your source for building materials. Wedowie Building Supply, featuring Pittsburgh paints, and can match any paint. Wedowie Building Supply, with that familiar, friendly service. Under new management, family-owned and operated. 19085 Highway 431. Wedowie Building Supply. All right, we're back here at halftime. Weaver, Bill Bryan Stadium, Tigers on top, 35 to nothing. Braxton, total domination by the Tigers first half. Yeah, and that's the best way to put it. I mean, Tigers have controlled the line of scrimmage. They did pretty well with controlling the football. Only one fumble this half. We have touchdowns this game. For, for from Demarcus Davis, Hagen Bailey, Jonathan Prothrow, and three by Dante Jordan. This game, the score is thirty-five to zero. If anyone just tuned in, yep. So you know, the, the biggest takeaway, you know, negatively is the penalties for Randolph County. But uh, like I say, the thirty-five to nothing score, we're happy with that. The halftime show is coming up, and we will tune in. Uh, stay tuned for this message from our sponsor, and we'll be back in just a moment. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Nobody sells your business better than you do. That's with the exception of instant imprints. From promotional materials to signs and banners, custom t-shirts and branded apparel, instant imprints can help you promote your business. Because everything is done under one roof, instant imprints promises on-time service, all within your budget. Stop into their Carrollton, Georgia location on South Park Street or go to instantimprints.com. It's time now for a brand new look, Randolph County Tiger Halftime Show on iSchool Sports Network. A brand new look, located on Main Street in Widowie, has recently expanded to a new furniture showroom, warehouse, with name brand furniture including mattresses, lighting, rugs, and window coverings. This is a great addition to all the unique home decor and unusual treats Onus and Barbara have enjoyed making. 
Barbara will be happy to help you with any decorating concerns you have, and Honest can custom build farm tables in those hard-to-find sizes. Visit A Brand New Look on Main Street in Weedowie for all your home decor, gifts, and boutique needs. Good evening and welcome everyone to the iSchool Sports Network Halftime Show. Uh, tonight we have a two very special guests, uh, good friends of mine, Mr. Barry Waldrop and his lovely wife, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Well, we're glad to have y'all. Now, for those of you that don't know Barry, he is an American bluegrass instrumentalist, songwriter, and composer. He's been on the Grand Ole Opry and played the guitar for artists such as Willie Nelson, Randy Travis, and many others. Barry, how did you get started in the music business? I started, I guess, I got my first guitar at four and really started playing around six or seven. My dad played, so you know I was around him playing since I was, you know, can remember. I don't ever, I don't ever remember not playing really, but uh, that's how it all started. And then, so you started out at a very young age. Uh, now I remember watching you on the Country Boy Eddie show uh, <laughs> years ago. For all the people in there listening that remember the Country Boy Eddie show, how did you wind up uh, getting on that show? Well, I had actually played on that show with my dad's band when I was, you know, thirteen or fourteen years old. And then uh, I had a uh, a band in high school <laughs> uh, called the Midnight Pickers. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of us, you know, from from school had had the band together. So uh, one more real early morning, John Davis, who was also in the band with me at that time, he and I drove to Birmingham and got there at 4:30 in the morning before the show started. And I just walked in and talked to Country Boy Eddie and told him that I was there with my dad's band a couple of years earlier. And he said, "Oh yeah, I remember." And he said. I said, well, I have a band, you know, high school students. We have a band. We'd, we'd love to come play. He said, absolutely. They'll sign you up, figure out the date, and come back and play. So we did. I can remember getting up at like 5 a.m. and watching the show that morning. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I remember watching it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, Ricky Armstrong drove yeah. up to our house and watched it. Oh, wow. Coach uh, <laughs> Armstrong, I remember. Yes. And so, so, Barry, now you graduated high school. What happened then musically? Well, I graduated in 82, uh, and I always had a vision before then of what I really wanted to do, but didn't know how I was going to do it or what might happen, and my whole vision was not reality. (laughs) So uh, I had to, uh, you know, kind of change my direction. And uh, so the first three or four years, you know, a lot of day jobs and trying to figure things out. And then in 1987, I started playing full-time. And it uh, all started with a uh, three-month gig in Panama City, Florida. That was the, that was the first <laughs> gig. So I um, had everything lined up. We go down and get fired the first week we're there. <laughs> uh, we just didn't play the music that they wanted. So I kind of changed things around, got another gig for the rest of the summer there, and that's where it all started. And, you know, just years and years of meeting different people and just uh, really networking and you know, with different people in different areas and you start meeting people and you start playing with a bunch of different people. Mm-hmm. Your most rememberable music night, what would that be? Uh, one night. One night. <laughs> if you had to pick uh, one night, say, I'd like to go play that one again. 
What's that? Grand Ole Opry, maybe? Well, actually, I mean, you know, the Ryman Auditorium, mm-hmm. you know, where the old Grand Ole Opry was, probably I would say that venue would be my... I played it several times, but beyond the Grand Ole Opry itself, the Ryman Auditorium, that building just has so much mm-hmm. spirit and inspiration. Just You can just feel the music when you're on stage playing there. So that would probably be my favorite venue okay. that I've played. Okay. So now, Barry, I know, I know you've played sports at Randolph County, <laughs> and I do have one memory of Barry Waldrop, which I will share in just a minute. But... <laughs> Now, you, met, you said, now, what year did you graduate? 82. 82. Now, what years and what sports did you play? I played basketball uh, under uh, Coach Waters and Coach Armstrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, you know, really enjoyed it. Um, but my mind was still more on, <laughs> on, on music than anything else. And then, you know, probably I got more out of the leadership from Coach Waters and Coach Armstrong that, you know, I would say helped me later in life, really in different situations, uh, just from their strong leadership that helped me in other ways other than sports. Because, I mean, sports was, it was fun and I enjoyed it, glad I did it, but it was just not something, it was nowhere near the level of music for me. You know, I was really focused on being the best player musically, guitar player, not basketball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what was the most points you scored in the game? <laughs> <laughs> not being many. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. So what's your favorite basketball moment that you were a part of or, or witnessed at Randolph <laughs> <laughs> Probably, uh, it was probably watching me cheer, right? On uh, the sidelines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what he better say. D- distracting right? me. You yeah. distracting <laughs> me. Uh, you, you know, I, I remember, uh, really remember the, the class tournaments we used to have. Mm. And, you know, playing the faculty <laughs> at, at one point. And, yes. You know, Mr. Humphreys and and other people were playing, and it and it was kind of uh, kind of fun to play against the the faculty. You know, probably you know I, I really can't think of any particular moments. You said you had one. Yeah, no, there's some story he's yes. leading up to so, here. So <laughs> so I have one. So everybody remembers playing, and I have no idea why I remember this because I was I'm much much younger than Barry. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> no. So but I everybody remembers the old Ramburn Gym. And so Barry was running down the court, and I don't know if you were doing a layup or you were trying to block somebody's shot, but whatever the case was, somebody ran behind you and you and literally just plowed you into the wall, which the Ramburn gym was, the wall was the out-of-bounds marker, so it didn't take much <laughs> yeah, to, to get somebody right. out-of-bounds. I remember that. But for some reason, I remember that, and, uh, you know, I just remember... Uh, long-haired, lanky, red-headed boy. That, that, and there wasn't another one on our team that, that got put into the uh, into the wall. And so uh, I don't know if I laughed at you or... or you probably did. probably did, yeah. yeah. After we knew you were okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 it was after you got up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so continue on with your music, and then you move back here to Weedowie at what point in time? How long have you been? We actually moved back about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, just uh, so now when he says we it, also in this interview uh, Miss Lisa is here now Lisa is a realtor here in Randolph County that's right all right and so uh, I told Barry when he came over here today be sure and bring Lisa 
uh, because he looks a lot better when she's in the truck with him. <laughs> I'll so, uh, I'll oh, thank you. <laughs> but uh, now, Lisa, you, know, you have a lot of uh, history in, I do. Uh, with Randolph County High School also because mm-hmm. your father, mm-hmm. uh, very instrumental, uh, key figure in the 70s and 80s, right. uh, mm-hmm. and you yourself were a ch- was a cheerleader. I was, yeah. I won't ask you what year you graduated. I know you're a lot younger than Barry and I. But uh, <laughs> she graduated the same year. Same now. year as Barry, eighty-two. <laughs> eighty-two. Yeah. Well, I actually do remember you in school. Uh, of course, I was, you know, you're, I was young, young, and looked up to all the, you know, the older classmen. And uh, of course, you know, Lisa's a very attractive lady. So I, you know, as a, as a young, Thank young you. man, you always, you know, saw those uh, attractive young ladies. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so now you were a cheerleader from for how many years? Gosh, I cheered in junior high school and high school. So most of my high school from like seventh, eighth grade all the way through. So do you uh, do you ever see any of the people that you cheered with? Oh, yeah. See them quite often, talk to them. And with Facebook, you know, Facebook oh, yeah. is such an easy way to communicate now. So we do all still stay in touch pretty much. And wow. uh, I have a lot of great memories of being at the high school and um, being at the football games. Uh, I was back in the day of Alvin Wright, if you remember, Captain Crunch and the Wrecking Bunch. I and do. We went to the state playoffs. That was a really big year for us. And mm-hmm. uh, talking about my dad, I can remember even as a little girl growing up, sitting up in the press box, doing the time on the clock and keeping up with that. And he always drove this uh, blue station wagon. He was on the rescue squad. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. And he always parked it out on the field. And that was what they used in case of an emergency. And I remember a couple of nights, they actually had to load a player into the station mm-hmm. wagon, run him up to the hospital and take him to the emergency room. So that was before we had an ambulance here to actually wow. do that. So I remember, it, I always thought it was cool because we got to pull in on the field and park. Mm-hmm. You know, and I yeah. got to get out of the car at the, at the field. So that was pretty that was neat. special. It was. It was a really neat experience. That's neat. Yeah. So any uh, particular memory that you want to share with us about cheering? I, I would think, like I said, my biggest highlight was when Alvin Wright was there and we went to the state. Well, that was just a really unique experience from all my other cheering years. There was just a lot of energy that year. The crowd support was great and everybody in the whole county, it seemed mm-hmm. like, was into it. And uh, it was just big and it was fun. I have a whole scrapbook from that year. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, 1979, uh, Alvin Wright. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It was, was a special football season because it, it was Coach Waters' first year as a head coach. Right. And it was the first time really that since the playoffs mm-hmm. had started mm-hmm. with Randolph County that we had been in the playoffs and, and went right. through. They actually had the playoff system, and we actually went through it. So mm-hmm. I remember uh, some very cold ball games. That, I that do year. as well. It was, uh, Choctaw, re- Southern yes. Choctaw was very cold. I remember that night very distinctly because the bus had no heat. Yes. And we were very cold, and the bus, <laughs> it was a pretty old bus, and I think that the bus the cheerleaders were on was actually late getting to the game because the bus was so old and slow. And uh, my parents didn't get to go that night. My mom was worried sick because she kept waiting for them to say that the cheerleaders had made it to the game. All they were saying was that they were late, that they hadn't arrived, and she didn't mm. know what had happened. So she was pretty worried that night. But, okay. yeah, and that's but we made it. It was just a slow bus, right? Right. And that's before cell phones and, right. and all that stuff. Right. So yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a lot different. Going back. So I remember that night. Very cold tonight. So Barry, now 
tell us now Barry has a, a business banjo.com mm-hmm. tell us about that and how that came to be well I you know most of my life I've been on the road so basically from 1987 until 2015 you know I was on the road full-time and really um, most of those years were over 300 dates a year on the road playing you know musical dates so a friend of mine who owned banjo.com in Atlanta I had bought a lot of stuff you know from him through the years he started the company in 2003 and he called me one day and uh, wanting someone to run the the business for him and I just uh, told him I wasn't interested in doing it full-time but I would do it for a couple of months, you know, while I was off the road. And, you know, we would just discuss some other things later, you know, if he had somebody else to run it or whatever. I would just help him out. And then uh, one day I just made him an offer to buy it. He accepted the offer and I I bought it and and moved it. And then when we moved to Widawi, I uh, moved the, the banjo shop here. And actually just recently... Uh, I'm sure everybody knows that Lisa's dad, uh, Mr. Faye Williams, was the barber here. So I bought the building where his barber shop was and put the banjo shop there. So uh, I do the banjo business and I still do dates on the road, but nowhere as many as I used to do. Just, you know, dates here and there that I want to do. I can be more selective on what I choose to do. Well, that's neat. And it's, it is neat, Lisa, that uh, he wound up in your father's old shop. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, it's really neat. That is, that is neat. It mm-hmm. makes it special. Yeah. Actually, we were, us three, we were talking, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. you know, we talked about the old Coca-Cola machine that, yes. that Faye had in there, mm-hmm. and that you still had that. I and do. We still have I can it. remember myself putting a dime in and putting money on top. In and the so, little cigar box. Yes. Cut out hole. We still have that, too. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, now, Barry uh, and Lisa, we do appreciate both of you taking time uh, sure. to come here and be a part of this tonight. Uh, we'd like to thank all of our listeners for listening in to the Halftime Show. Thank you again to, for our guest, and uh, we'll be back uh, shortly to uh, return to the football game. A brand new look, located on Main Street in Widawi, has recently expanded to a new furniture showroom, Warehouse. With name brand furniture, including mattresses, lighting, rugs, and window coverings, this is a great addition to all the unique home decor and unusual treats Onus and Barbara have enjoyed making. Barbara will be happy to help you with any decorating concerns you have, and Onus can custom build farm tables in those hard-to-find sizes. Visit a brand new look on Main Street in Widawi for all your home decor, gifts, and boutique needs. All right, we're at halftime here at the Randolph County High School Weaver game. The uh, Weaver High School marching band still on the field. We've got about a minute and 13, 14 seconds left uh, in halftime, and we'll be getting underway with the second half of action coming up in just a little bit. You're listening to the High School Sports Network. With wide cutting decks, high cutting speeds, and the ability to turn on their own axis without leaving any uncut areas, nothing makes the toughest lawn care jobs easy like a Husqvarna zero-turn mower. And nothing adds versatility and boosts productivity like genuine Husqvarna accessories for our mower. For the full lineup of Husqvarna zero-turn mowers and accessories, visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 in Widawi or online at MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Let's take a second and picture our dream home. The fence along the drive, the siding, the windows, a two-car garage you pull into, the porch you walk up on, 
And now, we're inside. Look at those beautiful floors and that fireplace. That's pretty easy, right? Well, just as we built a home in our mind, Russell Dewitt Center can bring that dream to life from A to Z. Russell Dewitt Center offers full contractor service. They can read those house plans and everything in between to get you in the home you've dreamed of. Call Larry Driver today at 334-863-5330. That's 863-5330. And let Russell Dewitt Center do it for you. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. All right, everyone, we are back from halftime here at Weaver, Alabama, Bill Bryan Stadium, where the Randolph County Tigers are leading 35-0. to We are less than three minutes away from more football action, and I tell you what, it has been a great halftime. Uh, we are right here in front of the Weaver Band. They were on the field. They're actually marching off now, and what a band they have. They put on a great show. It's about 60 or 70. That's a, that's a large band for a, for a 3-8 school. It is. They and did they a super sa- job, they, 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 they sound great. And uh, hats off to them and their uh, leaders. Uh, now, I tell you what, the other thing that made halftime so good was my mother's bread. <laughs> absolutely absolutely and, and, there's still a little there's, there's, crumbs there's here. still a few crumbs left as we've all took our eat our fair share of them i probably mm. ate more than anybody but uh uh you always do yeah <laughs> thank thank you uh to my mother sarah huddleston for bringing some bread i think this would be a good tradition to start don't you <laughs> i do I, I certainly do oh a- i think she needs absolutely. to feed us for halftime <laughs> every week I'll be sure and uh, uh, reach out to her this week. And, and if uh, you don't, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take another time out. And uh, before we get set for the second half action, stay with us. We'll be right back on the High School Sports Network. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sagepoint Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Are you getting ready to build that new dream home? Maybe it's just time for a complete remodel. Whichever the case, get by Weedowie Building Supply, offering a full line of lumber, plumbing, and electrical supplies. Your source for building materials. Weedowie Building Supply, featuring Pittsburgh paints, and can match any paint. Weedowie Building Supply, with that familiar, friendly service. Under new management, family-owned and operated. 19085 Highway 431. Weedowie Building Supply. This iSchool Sports production is powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment and financial needs, call 205-414-7459. The Southern Union Foundation will host a grave affair, a party to die for, benefiting the Southern Union Foundation Scholarship Fund on October the 5th, which is tomorrow at 7 p.m. The event will be held in the Lakeview Room on the Wadley campus. Individual ticket prices are $60, and business sponsorships begin at $500 up to $1,500. A grave affair, a party to die for at Southern Union's main campus, Wadley, on October the 5th. For more contact, 
contact the Wadley campus. All right, I talked one of the stars of that yesterday afternoon, and um, he is he's one of the stars. If you don't believe me, ask him. Uh, <laughs> Greg Dendinger, he is going to be in that thing, and if you know Greg, you know you're in for a good time. Absolutely, and, and i tell you what, I think there's lots of others. I mean, lots of other local people. It's going to be really good in there. There is, and and I've done my fair share. I've bought two dresses, so (laughs) (laughs) you know these things always cost me money, and they cost me double out. (laughs) So both you girls in it? Well, they're they're attending. I don't think they're 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 just attending. So you know, either way, it's a okay. It's an ordeal. So we're set for the kickoff, and Weaver's going to kick it down. Randolph County is just going to simply fall on it. Uh, right at the 30-yard line. And again, Randolph County leads this leads the, the game tonight, 35-0. to zero. We have just gotten underway with the second half of football. And Randolph County is going to set up shop at the 30-yard line. And you can probably hear this band through our microphones because we are about... 20 yards from them right here above the stands, uh, right beside the concession stand. And that's their final hurrah. They, they always take the third quarter off, so that was just kind of a fanfare there for them. Yeah, and, and what a great band they do. I can't speak of them enough. Randolph County is going to come out now in the wishbone. They're going to simply turn around and hand it again to Austin Terrell, and he is over the left side, and he's going to pick up enough for a Randolph County First State Bank first down. Going to pick it up by just maybe about a half a yard. Going to be first and ten now for Randolph County. They haven't moved they're the trying, chains. They're trying to wake up the. Uh, yeah, they haven't moved the chains yet. They've, they've the marker says first down. Now they finally woke well, him up. And it looks like there's going to be a mishandled snap that time. And Randolph County is able to fall on the football. It's going to bring up second down and 10. And uh, once again, uh, a fumble, but uh, it's going to go down as a fumble, but it's really a muff snap as the wind is picking up here at Weaver. Now it's blowing our papers everywhere. Feels uh, good, though. It's not, uh, Yes, it does feel good. I hope it doesn't mess my hair up, Al. Oh, my Lord. All right, Randolph County set for a second down and 10. They're going to simply turn around and hand it to the fullback that time. Got a new fullback in the game. Looks like number 21, Brian Wright. Did I get that number right, Braxton? I think you did. I thought it was number 20, but we don't have a number 20. Yes, Uh, we're going to say it was uh, Brian Knight that time. He picked up enough to make it third down now and about five for the Tigers. The ball resting on this hash mark. Uh, at the 46-yard line, Randolph County coming back in the eye formation. They're going to snap them all and give it to number nine as he bounces to the outside, and he is down to the sideline. He's still running down to inside the 20-yard line. Great run that time by number nine, Markel number, Lee. Markel Lee, uh, a new name there we haven't called this year. And, and buddy, he looked good uh, bouncing it. Had plenty of speed, Braxton, and... Uh, you know, uh, I'm just thoroughly impressed with these young running backs. Yeah, I, you know, Randolph County has had such good success tonight in the running game. That is the eighth different running back or fullback to touch the ball in this game. Well, you know, Braxton, and one thing about like a lot of junior high kids that, that run the ball, 
they just kind of turn and run to the sideline and try to run outrun people to the sideline and then cut it up. These guys are not doing that. They're running in the hole, and they're bouncing it outside at when, when, they, when they need to. And I'm just really impressed. As Randolph County looks like going to pick up another first down uh, inside the 10-yard line now. That's good for another first state bank first down. It's going to bring up first and goal for the Tigers. Braxton, I didn't see who, who made that carry that time. But uh, either way, first and goal, Tigers driving again, uh, knocking on the door here for another touchdown. As they're coming back to the line of scrimmage now, they are in the I formation. That two split outs to the left, and they're simply going to turn around and hand it to the big fullback. And he is rumbling, stumbling, and he is in the end zone for a Tiger touchdown. Number 33. Is that number 33? That's number 33, Sherman Sewell on the touchdown. That's his first touchdown run of the year. Yeah. Only his second carry, uh, third carry of the year. So, again, uh, another young player and having some success. Braxton Daniel now on for the Think Local First point after attempt for the Randolph County Tigers. Think Local First Digital Advertising Boards, a division of Lake Weedowie Life Magazine, limited time pricing through the end of the year, customized advertising for your business. There is the snap kick up, and we are good. We will return. You are listening to the iSchool Sports Network. And, oh, no. Yep, there's going to be a flag okay. on the play, but we're going to they're, they're going to decline that. It's going to be 42-0, Randolph County. We'll be back in just a moment. Need a tow? Give East Alabama Truck Repair a call. 256-363-2580. East Alabama Truck Repair can handle any tow job with wrecker and rollback service. Visit them on County Road 4 and Widawi for truck repair. Also visit their truck sales department on Highway 431 just north of Widawi. East Alabama Truck Repair can do it all. East Alabama Truck Repair 1306 County Road 4 and Widawi. 256-363-2580. Security Finance offers installment loans for vacations, unexpected expenses, and holiday shopping. Here is Braxton with the scoring recap. After about four and a half minutes, Tigers score on another six-play drive, ending in a Sherman Sewell touchdown of eight yards on a fullback dive up the middle. Not used to saying his name, but everyone gets to touch this game. Making the score 42-0 here in Weaver with seven minutes and 39 seconds left in the third quarter. Security Finance even has tax preparation. Stop by and see one of the professionals at Security Finance. Visit Security Finance in Roanoke, Opelika, or Anniston, Alabama. And we are set for another kickoff by the Tigers, Braxton Daniel. And the White Hat has given the okay. And here is the kick, and it is a booming kick. High and long and deep, and it is going to bounce, and it finally goes across the uh, goal line. Braxton, that was close to just stopping right before the goal line. We Weaver just kind of sitting there watching that ball. Yeah, I know. It hit about the six-yard line and bounced up the one-yard line a few times, and once it hits the line, it's dead touchback. And while both teams are coming to the field, I uh, just want to let you know the First Bank home loans with many new features like longer terms and no minimum loan amounts. And don't forget the First Bank Go Mobile app for your convenience. You'll like banking with us at First Bank in Wadley, Roanoke, Rockford, Goodwater, and Hollis Crossroads. Remember FDIC equal housing lender saying go Randolph County Tigers. All right. We are just under seven minutes now in the third quarter. 
Weaver has the ball on the 20-yard line. They are in the shotgun and back to both sides, and they're going to hand it off, and he's going to go up the right tackle, and that time no doing as I didn't see that number. Was that 33 in on the tackle? We had number 33 and number 60 in on the play. Number 33 is our man Sherman Sewell yep. with number 60, who's DeMarcus Chapel as an eighth grader along in the tackle. All right, Weaver with a man down. Uh, We're going to step away, and we'll return with more football action in just a moment. Say yes to a better you. The Yes Project offers services to help you attain academic and employment goals. If you're ages 16 through 24, not attending school, and need help finding a job, continuing your education, and planning your future, we want to help you. All services are free, and the Yes Project pays incentives for successful achievements. Contact the Yes staff in Roanoke at 706-363-5730. This project is funded 100% with federal funds made available to the State of Alabama Department of Commerce by the U.S. Department of Labor, Employment, and Training Administration as the grantor. Looking for a weekend getaway or an investment property on beautiful Lake Wadawi? Let the realtors at Hunter Bend Realty help you find the perfect place for you. Lake properties, residential properties, lots, commercial real estate, and land sites. Hunter Bend Realty has it all. Whether you're listing or selling, we are your team. Hunter Bend Realty, 25 Main Street, Wadawi, 256-357-4488. View listings online at hunterbend.com. Welcome everyone back here to Bill Bryan Stadium here in Weaver, Alabama. And while Weaver is tending to a an injured player on the field, I have some notable scores from around the way. Uh, end of the third quarter, Wadley and Billingsley. Billingsley leads by 12 to 0. Clay Central trails Mortimer Jordan by a score of 20 to 14 with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Elmore County scores 14 consecutive points, making the score 42 Hanley, 14 Elmore County with 8 minutes and 29 seconds left in the fourth quarter. It's looking like the injured player down on the field for Weaver was number number 50. Seems like he's making his way off on his own weight very, very slowly, but maybe he's going to be all right. Brings up second down and 11. Yeah, second down and 11, we're glad to see him come off the field as Weaver snaps the ball, and they're going to simply hand it to the back in the backfield, and once again, Randolph County, Randolph County there to make the tackle as there looks like a little extracurricular activity down the field. Uh, Randolph County with a lot of clean uniforms in there. Didn't see the numbers. These numbers are hard to see. Looks like looked like number 64 for Weaver was uh, he maintained his block for about 10 to 15 yards downfield. I was think the, the tackle was made by number 71 for the Tigers, and that is Jalen Goodwin on the play. All right. So again, third down and 10 now for the Bearcats. As they're going, quarterback's going to keep it, and he lowers his head and he makes a couple of moves right up the middle of the field. And he's going to pick up enough for a first down. What a run that time as he, he lowered his head and, and just made holes and a little nifty run in there by the quarterback. Yeah, on the third down play, he found his way to get for Weaver's first first down of this quarter. Uh, made a few guys miss. Made a guy miss on the defensive line and in the second unit. Number seven, Isaiah Wright with the tackle in the secondary. All right, it's going to bring up first and ten, and they're going to snap the ball in the shotgun. He's going to just take it around the right side, and he's just going to kind of slide like he's sliding into home plate. Uh, But he slid for about two yards, so going to bring up second down and eight 
for the Bearcats. It looks like they've done some <coughs> subbing too as they've got some cleaner uniforms in there. Randolph County, a lot of new personnel in on defense. Trying to get some reps. We've had several play offense, but uh, we're trying to get some uh, get some more reps on defense for some people. As Weaver's going to snap the ball in the shotgun, they're going to simply turn around, and hand the ball off to number three. He's going to go around the right side towards the sideline, and where he is met by uh, two or three Tigers that are going to put him out of bounds. Going to bring up third down now, and looks like about probably about six, maybe a short seven yards as that was Jaden Sturkey, a ninth grader for the Bearcats that was carrying the ball that time. Third down, seven yards to go. Weaver in the shotgun. They're going to snap it to the quarterback. He's going to have to make a move in the backfield, and he is brought down that time uh, in the backfield by... That looks like that is number 20, Jerry. I don't 20. have anyone on my roster as number 20, but... We don't have a 20. Uh, we do have a 21, Brian Wright, that we haven't uh, seen before. He is... Num- number 20 is a small player. Uh, that number number 20 is very small, but he has had a few carries last possession. I thought it was 20. I don't think my eyes going to let me down now, Jerry. I've been to eyes yeah. all night here. Yeah, you have. <laughs> it, it, he... he he really looks like he's about 5'1", maybe 5'2", and that, that time he he's all over the field. Uh, he is definitely getting after it. Weaver's going to decide to punt the ball. He thought about running it just a little bit as the Tigers are not rushing anybody, but he finally kicks it. The ball hits down around the 40-yard line and rolls just inside the 35. It's going to bring up first down and 10 now for Randolph County. Ball resting on the... 34-yard line. And again, Braxton, I think we'll see some young Tigers out there. A lot of uh, very clean white jerseys. Yeah, Jerry, like you said, I think that the Tigers have the entire second unit in. I don't think we have any of the first-string members of this team on the field as of right now. So let's see what this group can do as they come out in the eye formation. They're going to turn around, and they're going to hand it to the tailback, and he is slung back for a loss that time as Weaver's in the backfield, and you can tell we have some young people trying to block. Uh, Looks like number nine on that carry for Randolph County. That's Markel Lee. Uh, We have called his name a couple of times already. Nevertheless, Loss of about three, maybe four yards. Going to bring up second down now and a long way to go for the Tigers as we've got to get all the way to the 44-yard line for to pick up a first down. We're going to come out in the I formation, and we're going to hand it off to the fullback. That's number 20 again. We don't know, not for sure on his name, but uh, he, like I say, he's a little thing, but now he's playing fullback, and he's, he looks like he's tough as nails out there. Yeah, uh, number 20, our mystery man, is good enough for about a four-yard carry. Uh, the, the fullback, probably being the least fullest player, uh, it's not even a good terminology there, not even good English, but uh, it was, you know, it's running fullback out there. You can blink once or twice, you miss him in the hole. That's right. He can definitely get out of sight and hide behind the lineman. 
That's for sure, as Randolph County is going to come to the line of scrimmage. They're going to be in the eye formation again, and they're going to hand the ball off to Markel Mm. Lee, and he lowers his head and runs over a Weaver defender about seven or eight yards down the field, and what a a hit that time is he. Wow, I I wasn't expecting that. Me either, and like one of our commercials say, I mean, if, if you scared the big dogs down the porch. I mean, Markel Lee absolutely leave the detrimental blow on the far side on the numbers. Uh, I don't know who was the person who took the hit over there, but he did hold on, bringing up fourth down and four here for the Tigers. Yeah, he did manage to hold on. I'll give him that. And uh, this is going to be probably the last play maybe of the third quarter, and it's going to be a punt, Braxton Daniel punting the ball and it is going to hit around the 15 and take a weaver bounce back out to the 20 where it's going to hit a randolph county tiger and looks like we're going to have one at least one more play here in this second quarter we're going to second quarter i'm sorry not did you second. miss halftime i did you I, know we've already had halftime you know, i was hoping i was hoping <laughs> to get another loaf of bread up here <laughs> that's what it was al <laughs> i still got that bread on my is that, that is going to be the final play of the third quarter. Randolph County leading Weaver tonight 42-0. to zero. We will step away, and you're listening to the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Managing your business or personal finances are just a fact of life. KBW Accounting and Tax Service can give you peace of mind. You don't have to pull your hair out when it comes to financial forms. Don't sweat it. That's what KBW Accounting and Tax Service is here for. Give them a call today at 256-357-9022. KBW Accounting and Tax Service, West Broad Street, Wedowie. Let them crunch the numbers. over 30 years of experience in lawn maintenance is Weedowie Landscape and Nursery. Experienced and well-versed employees in servicing your landscaping needs. We offer custom lawn care plans, outdoor lighting, paver installations, retaining walls, fences, and custom outdoor fireplaces. Weedowie Landscape and Nursery, West Broad Street, Weedowie. 256-357-2556 for all your landscaping needs. The Southern Union Scholarship Fund presents the Bison Classic Golf Tournament October 21st, 2019 at Moore's Mill Club in Auburn. Check-in breakfast begins at 7.30 with a shotgun start scheduled at 8. Team entry fees are $500 for individual entry at $150. Entry fees include cart, green fees, range balls, participation gifts, food, and awards. Deadline is October the 7th. You know, I want to take the opportunity once again, Al, as we're going into the fourth quarter and what uh, – good hospitality we've had here by the weaver fans and just all the help it's been a pleasant experience right here right and we're right in the middle of where they're sitting and, yeah and uh super been, people they really are nice they really are and it's been in fact we just uh i just met uh brent parks father he was right here in front of us uh He's the father of the ninth grader that's playing center now for okay. Weaver. All right. And a uh, nice gentleman. And, uh, again, Weaver, like Randolph County, has been in the last little bit. They're playing a lot of young people. There's good things coming down the road, I think, for Weaver. Uh, as we have another injured bearcat. It looks that. like a uh, cramp, maybe, maybe. Yeah, let's hope it's a cramp. We're going to step away, and we'll be right back in just a moment. If you're hauling logs for a living, better be sure your equipment works as hard as you do. 
Bulldog Trailers in Wadley specializes in building and repairing timber trailers. Guy Kelly and crew build them to be long-lasting and bulldog tough. After all, it ain't like you're hauling cupcakes. And everybody knows, if you can't run with a big dog, just stay on the porch. Bulldog Trailers, 256-395-4165. Man, I miss that guy. I really miss him. Wes Kenzie, super job there for uh, Bulldog Trailers. Uh, super guy, and uh, we, we dedicate our broadcast every week to his memory. Yeah, we do. I, Wes, Wes was very instrumental in getting this whole network up and running, and uh, he is missed. And uh, he was he was a good person and a good man. And the, you know, the good thing about it is we know where he's at today. Absolutely, he's, uh, he's with the Lord up in heaven, so that's good. All right, it's going to be second down now for the Weaver Bearcats, and ball is on the twenty-yard line. They're just going to take it, hand it off to their. Running back on round to the right side, that's number three. That is Jaden Sturkey, Sturkey, uh, and he is tackled for, well, we didn't lose anything. They, he did manage to get back up to the line of scrimmage. Uh, it's going to bring up third down and ten now as Weaver again in the shotgun. Two backs in the backfield with the quarterback. we got got... Uh, Twins to the right side, one split out to the left. And this is just a straight quarterback keeper all the way uh, as he tries to run right up the middle of the field. And he makes maybe a half a yard before he is brought down that time by number 52, Patrick Gordon. Patrick Gordon that time, another name we haven't called out. Uh, Getting some good reps. Getting that white jersey a little bit dirty, Braxton. Oh, yeah, Jerry. And the last two plays by Randolph County were made by new faces to the game. Uh, Tenth grader Skylar Holt with the tackle on the second down play. And Patrick Gordon, another sophomore, with a tackle on third down. Bringing up fourth down and nine. Weaver has the ball in their own 30. As they run him on to be the 11th man, he is not set. He's going to drop a flag. While he gets the punt off, Randolph County has no one back deep to return the punt. Ball is going to roll to the Randolph County 35-yard line where it is down. They may say he wasn't set, the uh, players running on the field, but... Uh, yeah, we, uh, they called it. Yeah, I, I think he called it. I, I probably should have let that go. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's going to stop the clock now. But, of course, now they'll start the clock back uh, once, once the ball is, is put in place. And it looks like they're just going to wave this flag off. They are. They're going to let the punt stand uh, with 9.29 remaining in the fourth quarter here at Bill Bryan Stadium. The Tigers are leading 42-0. to zero, And they have the ball on the 40-yard line. The first play of the drive coming up. First and 10 on the 40. This will be a lot of new faces for the Tigers out on the field and for the Bearcats as well. As Randolph County comes to the line of scrimmage, we're in the I formation, and we're going to simply turn around and hand it to our big fullback, number 20, who is just a man-child in the middle there uh, as he is tough. He's brought I, back. and uh, I don't know the, why they make him fullback. He should be halfback at his size. He should be. I mean, he looks – I don't – I'm going to have to ask Coach Pressure. You like week, that, Braxton? Uh, 
Al Haynes thinks he is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> saying he should, he's not a fullback, he should be halfback since he's about half the size of a, See, Al thinks he is hilarious up here with his binoculars, looking down at the field. That's right. <laughs> so Randolph County again, second down. They're going to turn around in the eye formation, and they're going to hand it. Well, off to number eight. He is met, and he breaks some tackles and then carries about three or four Weaver Bearcats down the field. It's going to be enough for a first state bank first down that time, number eight. No, number nine. Number correction. nine, Markel Lee that time. Tough running, Braxton. Yeah, that's that's the bulldozer, Markel Lee. Last uh, possession, he was the guy, the absolute punishing hit on the far side, and that side – he should have been down for about one or two yard gain, and he kept the kept the engine running, kept the 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 butter bucket churning, and and got got good for eight. The what turning? <laughs> got got. Butter bucket. Okay. You make butter in a bucket. <laughs> well, you know, you're I right. Made mine in the churn. I don't know. <laughs> in the churn. Well, I, I okay. always buy mine. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, but Rick's I like a, that term. I like I, the butter bucket. I, 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 I like that. I like the butter bucket. That's good. The butter bucket. You may have a new nickname. The butter bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so, but now, Braxton, you bring up a good point, a very good point. A lot of times on a young running back, when they get hit, they haven't quite learned to keep moving their legs. And it takes a little bit of experience. And we're already seeing that with these eighth and ninth graders again Good technique. These are some good things. Braxton, what that tells me is that they're getting coached in practice, it, it, learning these things. You just don't pick those up out playing uh, football behind, you know, at, at P.E. Well, I think that the standard of play at Randolph County when it comes to running back is held very high. And then they also know that if you want to get out here and give a half effort, that you'll be on the bench, that you won't find your way in, especially when it comes to running back when you have so many carries and you're so important to the Randolph County offense. You have to make sure you be the toughest one out there, you know. No, that's a very good point, Braxton. All right, so Randolph County now third and five from the 43-yard line. Uh, they're going to line up in the I formation. They're going to turn around and hand it to Markel Lee again, and he's on the sideline. He keeps his balance and gets back up. Well, he gets uh, – they're going to spot him. Looks like he goes out of bounds about where the line of scrimmage was. He may actually lose a couple of yards. Uh, it's going to bring up fourth down now and about six maybe. As the Tigers look like they're going to go for this. I'm, well, not sure. It looks like we're going to have a timeout now. Timeout, official timeout. We'll take it right along with them. Uh, you're listening to the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Is your business looking for ways to promote itself? Look no further. Instant Imprints will help you become more visible to your customers. Instant Imprints specializes in five branding services, custom T-shirts, signs and banners, embroidery, promotional products, and print services. Instant Imprints are here to assist you. Contact us today, 770-214-2777, located in Carrollton, Georgia, on South Park Street. What are you waiting for? Get promoting today with Instant Imprints. Read the latest news and opinions surrounding Auburn University Athletics by visiting powerofdixieland.com. While there, browse their shop and listen to the latest podcast of Dixieland. It's all at thepowerofdixieland.com. And, Jerry... I had a text message from one of my reliable sources. Number 20 for Randolph County is Quay Andrews. He is an eighth grader. This is his first game on the sideline with the varsity. 
Uh, so our mystery man is no longer. Quay Andrews, gonna have to write that down. I think he's my favorite favorite player that's moved up. He's a little guy, as was I when I played, I felt like. So I wasn't that little when I played varsity, but same time. Quay Andrews, everyone, number 20. All right, so good. thank you for that text message. We needed to know that name because uh, we've called it out several times here uh, in the past few minutes. Randolph County getting set to punt now. Fourth and five, Braxton Daniel in to do the punting. He's going to catch the ball, catch the snap back at the 45. He takes a step, punts the ball. Nice punt in the air. It takes a Randolph County bounce before it is downed at around the nine-yard line. So Weaver, once again, is going to start out uh, with poor field position. Uh, Hall's Propane Gas Company, providing propane gas and products, would like to take a moment and wish the Randolph County Tigers good luck. Hall's Propane Gas Company in Roanoke says, Go Randolph County Tigers. All right, we are down to the five-minute mark now in the fourth quarter. Randolph County leading Weaver. 42 to 0, and it is Weaver's ball at the nine yard line, first and 10. Weaver going to come out in the shotgun, two backs in the backfield, two to the right, one split out to the left. They're going to hand it to the back. He's going to be brought down. That's number 20, that's number 32 for Randolph County. Good time. That's Skyler Holt. Making an open field tackle, what it didn't you didn't have his shoulder pad on him, but he got him down nevertheless. Uh, an open field tackle, we'll take that. Yeah, Jerry, I think number 32, Skylar Holt, is going to be Randolph County's first linebacker off the bench to come into the game in future games. If we have a linebacker go down, or maybe even a linebacker who's not doing his job, Skylar Holt will be the first guy to come into the game. All right, it's going to bring up loss of one, going to bring up second down now and 11 for the Bearcats. As they snap the ball, and the quarterback's just going to quarterback keeper. This is right up the middle. He makes a move to the outside, and he is down the field, and he is dragging. We are finally brought down just around the 44-yard line, so a pickup of about 25, maybe even 30 yards uh, for the Bearcats. Nice play that time. We really had some poor tackling. You could tell we had some little bit, little bit of inexperience there uh, from the Tiger defense. Yeah, we had a bunch of linebackers that sort of crashed inwards whenever it was more of a design run to the outside part and sort of lost track of them. Without Markel Lee, it would definitely have been a touchdown on the play. Yes. That's going to be first and 10 for the Bearcats. Ball on the 43-yard line. They're going to take it snap, and they're going to hand it back to the running back, and he is off down to the sideline. He cuts it back up, and there's two Tigers to beat. He is down, and they do tackle him inside right at the – 10-yard line, but it's a that's a touchdown-saving tackle as the Bearcats are able to get the, get on the corner of the Tiger defense, and it's going to put them down. They're knocking on the door now, uh, trying to put one in the end zone. Uh, after the tackle on the field by number 13, Willie Kidd Jr., uh, gonna gonna give a quick shout out to City Salon in Rono, 907 Main Street. Which is the Randolph County Tigers the best this season? Give them a call at 334-863-2001 for an appointment or check them out on Facebook. City Salon says go Tigers. All right, Willie Kidd Jr. I graduated with Willie Kidd Sr., I guess. And uh, Weaver this time going to take the snap, and it's just a quarterback. Quarterback, well, 
Uh, the quarterback took it, and he ran around the left side. He goes in for the touchdown, but there is some extracurricular activity that time by number 54 for Weaver, and I didn't see the Randolph County Tigers, but they were pushing and shoving. 62. 62 for the Tigers that time, and again, offsetting personal fouls, Braxton. Yeah, this game has definitely had its times where it's been chippy down on the field with extracurriculars after the whistle, right as the whistle's being blown. Uh, this is not exactly the time to have these issues. So we are a minute and 36 seconds now remaining in the fourth quarter. Looks like they're going to try to get things set. We're going to take away, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll be back in just a moment to wrap this game up. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Hi, all. This is Tim Robinson with the all-new LaGrange, Mitsubishi, and LaGrange, Georgia. As hard as it is to believe, it's football season again. We want to wish all of the local high school football teams good luck this season. We want you to go win some championships. We know you can. Come on, Hanley Tigers. Come on, Woodland Bobcats, Randolph County Tigers, and Wiley Bulldogs. You guys are already champions in our eyes. Let's go win some games. Thanks again for the LaGrange, Mitsubishi family. Check out our inventory at LaGrangeMitsu.com. Norton Flooring Outlet for all your flooring needs, carpet, tile, and laminates. From Norton Flooring in Weedowie, Norton Flooring in Weedowie says go Randolph County Tigers. And let's send our best out to Tom Norton. Tom is uh, recovering from some surgery a few weeks ago, and uh, I saw him yesterday, and he's coming along pretty well. And uh, just just want to say glad to, glad to hear that, Tom. Hope you're back full speed before long. That's right. So we just got to give a shout-out now to Chad Lee. He's still listening in to us, uh, trying to keep up with the Tigers. As we Weaver has put six points on the board, and they are getting set to kick off, I mean, to for their point-after touchdown. And the snap looks like it fell short, and the kick is no good. And now the kicker has fallen down. I'm not sure if that's a cramp uh, or if I didn't see him get hit. They're going to call an official's timeout. We'll take a timeout with them and be back in just a moment. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli, too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. Welcome back, everyone. We are here at Weaver, Alabama, where 
Weaver has just scored their first touchdown, making it 42 to six here, Randolph County's favor. Braxton, what have you got for us? Uh, since 1907, First Bank is here for you. Quality customer service, home loans, and more. It's just another reason you'll like banking with First Bank. The all-new First Bank Go Mobile app makes banking easy. First Bank branches in Wadley, Roanoke, Goodwater, Rockford, and Hollis Crossroads. Member FDI and equal housing lender. First Bank supporting the Randolph County Tigers. The score here in Weaver with 56.6 seconds left is our Tigers 42 and the Bearcats of Weaver 6. Uh, with just a few plays left in the game, Jerry, uh, this has been a pretty quick second half, if I had to say so, with a with a running clock and most plays being on the ground. I feel like the second half was shorter than halftime. Yeah, I, I don't think – we haven't even had a pass attempt in this second half. It's been all running plays uh, for both sides of the football as both of them really have tried to get some – uh, some of the second, maybe even third string players a chance to uh, take a few snaps offensively and defensively. Weaver is now set to kick off, and they're just going to try an onside kick. It's going to go about 10, maybe 15 yards, and Randolph County is just going to simply fall on the football. The clock is now running. Uh, Randolph County coming out to the huddle. Weaver getting set. And I'm not sure if they're going to do another play or not as we're down under 30 seconds now. Uh, nevertheless, you know, it's, it's, it's good good to be here tonight again. Hats off to the fans here in Weaver. They have been very, very uh, hospitable. That's going to be it, yeah. And it's, uh, the band has done a great job, and it's been a good night of football here in Weaver, Alabama. Uh, and it was a good enjoy. And thanks again to Mom for the bread for feeding us. Uh, that's going to wrap up the game tonight as the clock is officially down to zero. We're going to step away for a timeout. We'll be back in just a moment. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Well, we're here tonight in Randolph County, successful 42-6 win. This week's winner for Randolph County High School of the West Kenzie Heart and Hustle Award is Dante Jordan. Had four carries for 70 yards, two touchdowns, one punt return for a touchdown, and had four tackles on defense. Player of the game, uh, an easy choice there, Dante again. Another good athlete that Randolph County is fortunate to have, and uh, he deserves this award. Uh, absolutely, Jerry. Along with you know those stats that we listed off, he also had a actually forced a fumble and had a fumble recovery as well this game. Uh, it just seems like you know like I, like we said with four carries and two touchdowns, you know he's averaging a touchdown every other carry in this game. Most of his carries was in the first quarter alone, maybe not even the first half. But uh, this game, everyone got their 
fair share of touches in this game. They did. It was it was a great game, and uh, you know, I, again, I'm gonna say this one more time before we get off the air. Thank you to the Weaver fans here. They've did a great job. Everybody has been nice. Uh, the band was good. The parents were good, and uh, just a real good atmosphere for football for to broadcast with. I Absolutely. Think. They are uh, always accommodating here, uh, helped us uh, as far as getting everything set up, getting making sure we had power, making sure we had to, we forgot our tape, and they uh, actually loaned us some tape to get some of our stuff taped down to keep people from tripping over it. But, uh, but again, thanks to everybody here. Uh, the uh, principal is, you know, is always accommodating to us. A great place to broadcast from. I really like this. I mean, you know, if it was raining – we could bring a tent. I have an Auburn tent that's just waiting to be brought to something like this. But uh, <laughs> I'll get wet. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. But, but uh, again, our, our thanks to everybody at Weaver. Always uh, nice folks up here. It is. All right, we're going to wrap things up. The Randolph County Tigers again successful tonight with a victory over the Weaver Bearcats. 40. And who will we be playing next week? We are going to be playing the. Walter Welburn Panthers at Walter Welburn High School. And that is, like Braxton, like we talked about, that's one of the most pivotal games coming up on this second half of the season when it comes in terms of regional play. Yeah, Jerry, and our, uh, next week is going to be a great game to tune into for people that can make it and people that can't. Uh, next week is, like you said, it was it's the biggest game to this point in the season for the rest of the this year for the Tigers. You know, with it being a big, like you said, pivotal is the best way to put it because you can really determine what the playoff picture is going to be like after this game with, you know, with Welburn and Piedmont both being undefeated and us in Pleasant Valley with two wins and one loss. Next week, a win or a loss at Welburn can really give you a good playoff picture idea for Randolph County. Right. Yeah. A lot of playoff implications on this uh, this game. Uh, next week and again as you mentioned if you can't make it to the game we invite you to come on out we had didn't have a tremendous uh, crowd here tonight but we want to encourage the fans to come out and get behind the tigers and support them if you can't make it understandable please tune in to iSchool sports uh, network.com and, and uh, we'll keep you apprised of all the plays all the scoring everything that's going on and you know, hey, there's we. I do. We have a lot of people that come to the games, listen to us on their mobile app, the mobile phones, and they get the best of both worlds. They get to see us and hear us, and in some cases, bring us bread. Sometimes see us. Did he see us? See us. See us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all we all have the face for radio. Anyway, uh, just some quick scores before we log off here. Uh, Wadley loses in the game to Billingsley tonight by a score of 25 to six. Hanley pulls it off against Elmore County tonight by a score of 42 to 14. And the last update of Clay Central, they trail Mortimer Jordan by 20 points by a score of 34 to 14. Ooh. With eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, uh, it's looking like most games are concluded here tonight with it uh, sneaking up on 9:30 here tonight. We will mention this uh, as last year. You know, uh, the last game that Clay Central lost last year was to Mortimer Jordan. And uh, from then on, they rolled off win after win after win all the way up to the state championship. Let's hope Danny and his uh, crew can put everything together and do that again this year. Our, our best to the balls. That's going to do it for us. We'll see you next week. This presentation of Randolph County Tiger football from iSchool Sports Network was presented by First State Bank. Bulldog Trailers, 
East Alabama Truck Repair, First Bank of Alabama, 431 Auto and Body Repair, Hunter Bend Realty, Instant Imprints, KBW Accounting, LaGrange Mitsubishi, Meadows Farm Equipment, The Knowles Group, Russell Dewitt Center, Security Finance, Southern Union State Community College, The Randolph Leader, Think Local First and Lake Widawi Life Magazine, WM Grocery, Widawi Landscape, and by Widawi Building Supply. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or account of this game without permission from iSchool Sports Network is prohibited. Listen to the replay of this broadcast or any past production on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just search iSchool Sports Network. For more on the Randolph County Tigers, follow iSchool Sports on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Stay tuned all season long for more RCHS Tiger football from iSchool Sports Network, your source for local sports in Randolph County. 